welcome to the Boy Howdy Podcast for Sunday, January 22nd. Sunday, January 22nd. Wow, that's that whole summer and fall thing. January? No. Uh, June 22nd. Well, I mean, all the games come out in 2015. Oh, that's true. That means, that means what we'll be playing like... What what what? Uh, so, we well, playing Witcher, Destiny right now. Witcher, it's out. Yeah, I know, man. Witcher, man, Destiny was so good, but I'm already wait. I mean, I can't wait for that Witcher three coming out in like in, in like less than a month. Man, so that Christmas. we can all buy it and then not actually play it like I did with Witcher one and Witcher two. Yeah. What did you guys? What? How was your guys' Christmas? <laughs> it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> didn't really get much. Man, you know what was good? Oh wait, no wait. Star Wars didn't come out yet. Shit. You know what was good? That last Hobbit movie was some bullshit though. Fuck that last Hobbit movie that just came out less than a month ago. I'm sure you'll be saying that anyway. I know, exactly, yeah. Good so, describing last Hobbit movie, too, so... Man, is there any good movies coming out this fall? What the hell's going on? Like, what's... what's man, there's no good movies coming out this this, this summer. Shit. I, and, I hear 13 Years Slave is coming out. That's pretty good. Part of man, the and there's so little games coming out this fall. We might as well be... Like, even if we did pretend that this actually is January of 2015, like, it's not like there's that much we would, we would have to pretend like, oh, how was this game that came out? in fall of, of 2014 so anyway yeah so people who are just joining us uh this is the second week second and last week where annie melody she's off on vacation and so uh guests co-hosting this week are uh i hate drm jacob hello and grumpy turtle daniel yo which is kind of the worst way to call you guys i want to like you guys should, like your 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 twitter handle should be like your like Star pilot call signs. It should be like Daniel, Grumpy Turtle, Rudis. Well, you could have said it that way. Yeah, I don't know. Why. I don't know if you guys wanted your last name said on the podcast. Come to think of it, actually, Do you I'm not even know my name. last name. Yeah, what's your last name? Doll. That's what I thought. Cause well, that, Jacob Doll sounds like a stripper's name. <laughs> Thanks. Like baby doll. I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start calling you baby doll. I would like doll baby doll, now. the popular yeah, stripper named baby doll. So here we are with yeah. So our our guest yes, our guest co-host this week are baby and Danny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you guys doing? Oh, fine. I'm good. Yeah. It's been a boring week. To get it out of the way, Bill, I saw you were building Legos last night. Yeah, no, I just Lego finished uh, right before we started the podcast. I just uh, for people watching the the video stream, which is no one. Uh, <laughs> it's usually us. Do you I tweet did... out the link? Oh, yo, shit, I totally forgot about that. I'll do that in a moment, right after no one looks at this video footage <laughs> of the DeLorean from Back to the Future that I just completed. It's very goddamn cute. Uh, you know what, actually, the, the highlight of me actually finishing this uh, Back to the Future DeLorean Lego kit is not, I'm not so worried uh, so much about the DeLorean, but uh, the fact that I have Marty and Doc Lego minifigures now, mm-hmm. That uh, because I just, uh, like, two weeks ago, uh, built the Ghostbusters. All your Oh no! So now I can give Marty and Doc a Ghostbuster backpacks, which seems like the oh, best yeah. of both. Even better. Yeah. I mean, what? Like that would be like the ultimate fan fiction. Actually, having Doc as part of the Ghostbusters. I mean, that would be that would make a like. Oh god, that'd be like. That'd be a perfect slice of mid '80s. You know what? I bet it's already been done. Yeah. yeah, and oh, I noticed the uh, the Lego figures. Doc's hair is actually just Egon's hair from the Ghostbusters set, just painted white. Just yeah, <laughs> they kind of cheat on that. It's kind of bullshit. So. But Lego never does that. I know. No, it's almost like they reuse pieces or something like that. But yeah, no. The, the actually the instructions for the DeLorean Lego set are very cute because every couple pages there will be like a little fun fact of like 
when the, when the user of this vehicle accelerates to 88 miles per hour, they go back in time. And they're just like all kinds of weird shit like that. Thanks, Lego. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I spent my Saturday night last night was just spent. Uh, I went out to dinner with friends, but when I came home, I just decided to build Lego and watch Back to the Future while building a Back to the Future Lego set. So. You're a party machine. Yeah. What you guys? Uh, what you guys been up to? Well, I watched the Lego movie. Uh, for the first time? Yeah. What'd you think? I liked it. The animation style was nice. Um, I liked that Batman was actually a character. I kind of thought he'd just be a cameo that showed up for five minutes. And a funny character, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, it worked surprisingly well. Um, I thought it had the dumbest plot twist I've seen in a movie in a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. And that, that was kind of it. There's not a whole lot to talk about. It was fun. It looked good. Well, there you um, go. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Daniel, have you seen, you've seen the Lego movie, right? Correct. Yeah. What do you think? I like it. Yeah, it's good. It's cute. Yeah, uh, there's just not yeah. much to talk about about it you know yeah, well, you, guys, we... you guys have kind of covered the movie on the podcast yeah did we spoil the movie yeah. uh, for you jacob i i i kind of guessed the plot twist i mean it wasn't exactly well hidden i just okay. didn't think it'd be that stupid i was surprised when i saw that I I was like, oh my god and it kind of explained why they spent uh, so much effort trying to make the rest of the movie look photorealistic sort of i mean like, yeah I don't remember what I was going to say. I just kind of lost it. Man, this is, yeah, this is already a sparkling podcast. Speaking of, okay, well then I'll segue. Speaking of the Lego movie, <laughs> I watched the sequel to that. those guys' other great movie, Collided with a Chance of Meatball. I watched Collided with a Chance of Meatball 2. And that is, uh, that's is, just a kid's yeah, movie. Heard about Cloudy is great. Have yeah. you seen that, Bill? Uh, yeah, I, well, you know what? I've, I've actually not seen the whole thing. So I've seen excerpts. Uh, my house it's really good. This is yeah, good I, I, like I said, I love it at Costco. Yeah, I love Phil Lord and Chris Miller stuff. Uh, I just for some reason, uh, my housemates were watching, and I caught like the last. I caught the second half of the movie, but I never caught, watched the first half though. It's a fantastic Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah. So so what's bad about the second one? It's not it's not bad. It's a good little movie, but it's it's obviously made for kids. Like oh, all the yeah. humor is for kids. It it doesn't have the same. It's there's not a lot of super funny parts like the first one had. It's just, it's just a kids movie. It's a competent kids movie. That's not, that's not bad either. But it's yeah. it's kind of nice when someone makes like an animated film, but it's not necessarily just like it's not so obviously just directed at like first graders. It's or something like it's, that. it's something you wouldn't feel bad turning on for your like nieces or nephews or kids or whatever. I saw like don't they have like food based animals? Yeah, I say yeah. Yeah, uh, the little bits and pieces I saw that's some kind of interesting. Yeah, that all, that's all super creative and it's really that's it's a really pretty looking movie. It's just Don't they replace Mr. T with uh, like Terry Crews or something? Yes. That seems like, like a cop, pretty good the cop guy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly. That, that actually seems kind of like a trade-off. Uh, man, did you see? Uh, you guys care about Terry Crews at all? Yeah, I find him entertaining. Watched, yeah, he, I don't watch everybody hates Crews. He just came out with an auto. I'm sorry. What was that, Jacob? I've seen everybody hates Chris. I like him with a. I've seen him in. Yeah. Oh well. Have you ever, ever seen Idiocracy? No, I have not. Actually. I have. Yes. Oh, he plays pr- the president of the United States, Hector Camacho. What the fuck Should is the rest of his name? Up. Yeah, oh man, Terry Crews, between that and like uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I, Terry Crews is always just a fucking slice of fried gold in everything he's in. Uh, but yeah, he just, I guess he just uh, published an autobiography too, just recently, which I, I totally want to check that out. 
I'm kind of curious to see what 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 that would be like. But yeah, he seems to, yeah. Uh, Annie and I we talked about him on the podcast in the past, but uh, he just seems like generally like kind of sweet guy in, in interviews wait, and stuff. Wait, I've seen him. Wait, in. you remember that you talked about something on the podcast? Dimly, you know what happens? I think when I get anywhere near Annie, I think she exudes like a reality <laughs> distortion field that just makes me stupider. No, because you've I've seen you forget my wife's name several times after meeting it's Kelsey. her. Yeah, yeah. Now you know it. Which you know what? Actually, that's a huge compliment because I rarely remember any. And you know, I like I like the people I know, and it's uh, and like any kind of like married like, like, <laughs> like who their spouses and stuff or like sisters or anything like that. I'm just like, I don't know. I, I, I legitimately like Kelsey. Kelsey's it, good. People. It took you three times to remember who I was. Yeah. Well, Daniel. <laughs> I'm amazed you know my name. Yeah, there you go. That's Jacob. And I know Jacob Dahl because, yeah, like, sounds like a stripper. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Good now, now, now that everyone tells knows me our last like name is Chinese food. Wait, Jacob Dahl does? Uh, my middle name is Benjamin. So, Jake Ben Dahl, everyone always tells me it sounds like bad Chinese food. That's actually kind of cute. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, what kind of birds you got, Jacob? I have a parakeet. I had two last week, but the little bugger died. So oh, I really? Yeah. He'd been yeah. like, he had like cancer in one way for the better part of like eight months, and at a, after a while, it was just like, just die already. Just get it just happened this week. Just by itself, uh, you have like smother with a pillow. I, I was getting there. Uh, I think it was Wednesday. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Just I, was, I, was, I was surprised that was the first thing off the top of your subject. Just be like, oh yeah, hey guys, how you doing? I'm sorry, I was distracted this week. My pet died. I mean, I've, I've lost three parakeets in two years. Oh, okay, okay. You get used to it after a while. And they're you know? just like walking little chicken McNuggets that make sound, so I guess maybe you don't want to get too emotionally attached. But I mean, they can live for up to 20 years. Oh, yeah, I mean, no. They, they can live a while, but they never seem to for me. <laughs> they all just get cancer and die. Yeah. Something. Man, that so. sucks. Anyway, well, I'm glad to see so. your remaining remaining parrot parakeet whatever the hell it is is still doing okay uh his name is kobe the dead one's name was morden oh really for mass effect canon i was about to say so i guess you didn't have more than that long if you just named him after a mass effect character it's not like he was around for 20 years no i had i only had that little bugger for like three years he was only a year old when i got him well that's you know that, that makes sense because salarians only live for what like three or five years anyway, <laughs> right so I guess Solarian parakeets only live for four. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. You were saying something, Daniel? Well, I was going to ask the important questions. How's your Tamagotchi life city Man, going, Bill? you know what? I was going to tweet about that right before. You know what? And actually, speaking of tweets, I keep on trying to uh, uh, copy the link to, to tweet out the, this Google, hang, uh, Google Hangouts, but Google is not letting me do that for some reason. I can't copy the link to the, to the thing. So um, I'll just have to copy, just tweet about it later, I guess, when we're done. God damn. I can pull up the video on my other computer that's off to this side. Yeah, because I like I like the link to the. Uh, I mean, feel free to do that. It just uh, the link that they provide me gives me a link to the um, where people can actually submit questions for the Q and A stuff. Oh shit, where's the Q and A stuff? I want to make sure no one's asking oh, any questions. Because we do actually have viewers now. Nobody you know, watched people. last week. No, people watched us. I drove everyone away. No, that was no, and we got viewers right now too. So what the hell was I saying? I can't remember. Uh, your Tomodachi life. Oh yeah, so uh, yeah, Jacob, I can't remember. Were you playing Tomodachi Life? Um, no, I have the Sims Free. I don't need. Uh, Daniel, how's your Tomodachi Life? 
This seems like a loaded question. Like you're leading me into a trap. No, it's just uh, we can actually talk about Nintendo stuff because Annie's not here. Oh, that's right. You know the and funny thing is, I think Annie. It. I played Mario Kart. Uh, okay. Oh, we'll talk about Mario Kart in a, in a bit, and and as soon as we're done with Tomodachi, was it Tomodachi Life? The funny thing is, I think Annie would actually, if like someone were to get like like if she were to get like a free copy somehow or something like that, I think she would actually have a little bit of fun with Tomodachi Life. I don't think she would play it for very long, but I think she would at least be amused by all the stupid shit that happens. Oh, you, you what you think she'd hate it? I don't think she'd hate it. I think she'd be like, yeah, that was cute for eight minutes, and then never play it again. Well, that's kind of like what happened to me because I totally forgot. Like, I played a little bit of Tomodachi Life into like I think I haven't touched it since like Tuesday though. Oh, hey, I know why you can't oh, no. that video. I've got it in my pocket. There's no reason why I can't even boot. It. Oh, you know what? I need to see. You know what happened? Except what? Private. The reason I stopped. Wait, the video is private. Yeah, video. It says to me it's shared privately. Huh. I must have fucked. Well, maybe I did something wrong with the settings before we started recording. But yeah, anyway, so what, what with Tomodachi Life, what kind of freaked me out about that? I got to the stage where all the characters started falling in love with each other. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you had all these different couples who were not like couples in real life falling in each other kind of kind of freaked me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, like Jen Frank kept on hitting on me like a motherfucker. Uh, oh, you're doing so true. Well, and then... Uh, my friends Josh and Bahara, I keep on trying to get them to like become a. Not that I want, not that I'm worried about everyone becoming the exact same pair in in Tomodachi Life as as in the real world. But there's a couple of couples I want to kind of replicate in the game. But everyone's, I, you know, the, one of the worst things I did was I brought in Crazy Eyes from Oranges and New Black into yeah, my apartment that last week. Yeah, and everyone wants to fuck her. Everyone wants to try to marry her, and it's just a little bit like. Uh, Are you imitating like, Well, yeah, you'll be... I don't know. You'll be happy to know, Bill. In mine, your sweetheart is Laura Croft. Oh, really? Yeah, doing Laura Croft. I saw on the Player you, One podcast. Using in love. Guys. Uh, I I guess I'm married to one of the Player One podcasts. Uh, one of their, their one of their wives. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's their, they, they they game gives you the option to like uh, cock block that stuff. It's mm-hmm. not like you just have to accept it passively, but yeah, I don't know. It just got a little like oh my. Like, oh, they just wanted you to be happy. Yeah, and like. I have a lot of lesbian friends, and so I put all my lesbian friends in the game, and all my lesbian friends are like, like trying to date me too, and I'm just kind of like, this just feels weird somehow. So <laughs> I think that's kind of just the point. Just throw Tom Hardy in there, and then it'll all make sense again. Yeah, you know what? That's the fun. You know who is? Annie was trying to. Oh God! You know I need to boot up the game now just to remember who I actually have in my and apartment block. You're, yes. You and Kanye West have something in common, Bill. You both love fish sticks. Uh, <laughs> You know what? That's one thing I really do love about. You know that may be my favorite part of Tomodachi Life is just figuring out whose favorite food is what. You I'm actually booting up the game right now. You fucking see. love fish sticks. You know what? My game, Bill Murray loves steak. Yeah. I I found out. Well, you know, in, in Tomodachi Life, so you, like yeah, it's kind of like the Sims in that you have to keep everyone fed, although it's not quite as rigorous as The Sims. But everyone has their like least favorite and most favorite foods. And yeah, if you feed someone their least favorite food, they like turn into like silver goo and melt into the floor. <laughs> I haven't had anybody. I haven't found anybody. I had that. It kind of horrified me. Favorite food, yeah. But then I also uh, I found out yeah by mistake when I gave uh, Bill Murray some steak. He like I think he turned into a rocket and flew to the moon or something like that. Oh, that must um, be his most favorite. 
Yeah, and that's what I, that's actually listed as uh, not just like it's not even his number one choice, but there's a separate option at the top that says like super all time favorite, all time yeah. favorite thing. That's it's not registered as as well. That's what as, yours is. Oh yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, let's see who Annie wants. Oh, Annie's got a scorpion on her. I got to pick it off. And uh, I can't. Jennifer Lawrence really wants to marry Gary Busey, and I don't. Just... <laughs> you gotta do. You have to do that just to see what the baby looks like. I suppose. So wait. So have have you had married couples in the game yet? Like, yeah. have they gotten hitched? And yes. have they had kids? No, not yet. Because I'm kind of curious to see if the kids, if they make the, try to like like make the kids look like a combination of the two me's, or if it's just like a generic little baby, or what. From what I saw in the game, like how it described it, it sounds like they kind of mix the features. Okay, which that would maybe be. That's what you want. Yeah, maybe I should start letting my friends fuck each other just to see what the hell their babies look like. It's it. You might as well. It's not like the game's like super serious and not super weird. Oh, Annie I wanted think... to bone Miyazaki. That's what it was. Uh, that sounds uh, well, you know. There's worse people. You pick worse guys. Um, have you gone into people's dreams in the game, Bill? Yeah, a couple times. Which I love. That's they're not even like. It's not like they're even fully fledged mini games. They're just like weird little things you can interact with. Well, this is the most Japanese game I've played since uh, uh, Tokyo Jungle. Yeah. Oh, just with like that kind of arbitrary weirdness. Yeah, the the Japanese sensibility. Tokyo Jungle. Tokyo yeah. Jungle. Yeah. Yeah, Tokyo Jungle's goddamn hilarious. I didn't get very far. I only unlocked a couple animal species. But, Daniel, I'm, I'm assuming that you unlock the people in that game, right? Well, you don't unlock the people. You get them as DLC, but I uh, did get those as... Uh, I did get the DLC. Is it pretty fun to play as? Yeah, they're fast. You don't, there's so... no there's no mating, though. Oh, that's what, that's the first thing I was going to ask. Like, is Of course it is. Yeah. So are you playing as a fully nude guy? No, he's got a suit. But you can also play as a Neanderthal. Oh, okay, and they are naked. They got a glowing cloth, I believe. No, oh, that's cute. But yeah, Tokyo Jungle's pretty good times, Daniel. If you ever get it, or uh, Jacob, if you ever get the the uh, the, the a free moment, you should fire that up just to see. Just, and maybe support it to PS4. It's worth it just to see. Well, if you subscribe to, is it on PlayStation the the PS Now service, the backwards compatibility service? Right in there, that might be worth trying um, to try that out. They actually just that. updated that. Are you guys in? Are either of you guys in the beta for that thing? I, I think so. Do they send you email for, for that? Or... You have to sign up. Yeah, you have to sign up, and they send you a code. I got one like two weeks ago. Um, and the man, the first—I guess they just changed all the games uh, that are available to to to, to test with the beta. Because uh, when I first fired up the service, uh, when I got the code uh, like two weeks ago, it was all terrible. I mentioned this on the podcast, but it was all terrible third-party shit from like 2006, like very really ancient really obscure like weird like ninja game three in some kind of weird i was just oh it's fucking terrible uh, it's but yeah like they're gonna give away their best stuff for... well you kind of assume at least maybe there'd be a couple decent games i mean i uh, expected to do like sony up. stuff like rats have been playing and... yeah no it was almost all entirely third party stuff but they did just switch everything up just a couple days ago and it's actually more decent stuff but i can't remember tokyo jungle Maybe one of those games. I can't remember, but there was. I, the, I mean, about the prices being outrageous for the rentals. But. Well, yeah, before it was all free. Uh, now that they switched up the games, now they're actually charging you in the beta. Uh, to uh, so for some games, some of the games are actually free. Like I think was well, they're it. They're testing out the service, so they're going to charge for some. Uh, what's the, the cooking game? Uh, order up. Okay, that's on there, but that's free. 
uh, for for no matter how long you want to rent it for. Free, there's a couple of free games. Uh, they have some really cheap games. Like I think Sonic CD is is one of the games available now, and that's like like three bucks. You can probably get that for a buck in the Steam sale too. So but that's the funny thing is like some of these games are actually uh, more expensive to rent for 90 days than they are if you just bought it flat out. Just not even on Steam, but just even on their own PlayStation Network. Yeah. Um. But. Such as but I mean, it's a beta. That's the kind of stuff they're trying yeah, exactly. to iron out. I, too, yeah. sure. And that beta is running all summer, so there should be plenty of time, uh, Daniel, for you to get in there and test that shit out. Yeah, yeah uh, Daniel. Yeah, just by virtue of the fact that you haven't like gotten that that code yet, you did not miss shit. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I wouldn't feel too bad about that. Uh, so what else you do this week, Bill? Oh man, what did I do? Yeah, do you guys care about Orange is the New Black? I watched the whole thing. I'd I'd like to talk about, it, but do you want to do it now or do you want to do a spoiler section? Well, I don't know if Daniel's ever watched it or if he cares about that I don't or anything. Care or... about it. My wife watches it. No, okay. You it's don't care about Orange is the New Black? Are you dead? Are you dead? Yes, I actually am. I can believe that. Daniel, I don't like drama. Of... Yeah, you never talk about TV shows or anything that much. I don't really watch TV outside of Adventure Time. I don't either, actually. Um, now that um, Orphan Black is over, and I also watched that. That was pretty good. Now that I that's over, I'm happy on Orphan TV. Black is over. getting pretty shitty now, though. The what? The body? Yeah, like supposedly, like it's starting to lean really hard on on, on lazy plot contrivances. That that's what I keep on hearing um, people. I mean, that's kind of what the show always was. It never pretended it was anything else, really. To me, oh, okay, yeah. it's kind of like it's kind of like Lost, where you know they're never going to pull this stuff together, but the ride is fun. Hopefully, okay, it doesn't cool. end as poorly as Lost, and well, just kind of my enthusiasm for it. Yeah. I keep on hearing from people, uh, aside from the plot contrivances, everyone's, yeah, seems to be, even when they're complaining about, like, maybe like, the, the plotting, at least everyone's saying it's it's still worth it just hanging in there with the characters and stuff. Yeah, it's funny enough. It's actually got a good bit of comedy to it. The acting's really good. Yeah. You don't watch it for the plot, really. The plot is fine. It gets you there. It's not yeah. badly written, either, but something's cool. there. But... Yeah, Orange New Black, uh, second season was actually pretty good. I didn't, yeah, I, like, it. I didn't like it nearly as much as the first season. I wonder if that's because the first season was such a breath of fresh air. Yeah, it was you such know? a brand new thing. Well, there's also the first season also felt a little more cohesive. The main character, Piper, yeah. was actually part of the show. Whereas in the second season, they made a really weird choice of divorcing Piper, uh, well, her, her storyline, from, from everyone else's. Like, she was off on this bubble for the whole season. It was really weird. I kind of get why they did some of that, because with the racial stuff they started dealing with, you do not want the white girl that no one really likes being a huge part of that storyline, but there were other yeah. places they could work her in. It was a little weird. Yeah, just, like, she had, like, I don't even think she even ever met or even communicated with the main villain that they introduced, the, the new villain they introduced in this, this season, you know, too. I, I think you might be right. I don't know that they did. Yeah. I don't know that they ever met. Which is, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I, you know what, the one thing. I mean, it all uh, worked. I actually like Piper a lot more in this season than I did the first. Yeah, well, you know what? Still like Larry. Larry could fall off a cliff. Larry, Larry can suck a dick, and um, Piper. I thought he was in episode two in that bathhouse. <laughs> I know. Yeah, exactly. Um, I thought Piper was more interesting in the season just because she's not all worked up. And, and not until the end of the season is she's uh, worked up about Alex Voss again. Uh, she has a little more agency in this season. Uh, but I'm kind of a bu- I'm kind of bummed that it seems like in, like they're already heading towards Alec Bo- Alex Voss getting thrown back into the prison next season. I mean, I really like that actress Scientology thing aside, but oh, yeah. uh, what, what's her name? Laura Perpons, a Scientologist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for fuck's yeah. sakes. Um, but yeah, I no real big spoilers or anything though. Although I did like how I did like 
the yeah, I don't want to talk about spoilers. Yeah, uh, you, what, if you have Netflix, what, you can watch it. Unless you didn't, so I'd like to I, I I did like the bald chick. How her her art. Oh, cancer much. girl. Yeah, that was probably my favorite part. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, uh, Orange Bucks still pretty good though. I, like, yeah, I thought it was a little more contrived than this than, than the first season, but yeah, still pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the one thing on TV I do enjoy, uh, Bill. Have you heard of uh, No You Shut Up? No. What the hell is this? No, you is shut that up. Is that for this podcast? <laughs> I know, yeah, seriously. <laughs> no, that would just be shut the fuck up, Bill, you motherfucker. Shut that's your mouth. That's yeah, what we that's should rename Annie this is. podcast. When Annie's not on, that should just be the name, and you should just have it separate from the numbered Boy Howdy podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> special edition, yeah, shut the fuck up. No, you shut up is on the Fusion Network, which I do not get, but they have I some episodes the on Fusion. their website. Um, yeah. It is. I don't know what Fusion Network is. Yeah, nobody does. Man, that sounds like some that's like mid nineties like fucking. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It sounds like the, uh, MTV VH1 ripoff. Is that Fusion spelled with a Z? <laughs> yeah, it's um. And is is instead of an O, is it like a little green planet toy with like lightning bolts shooting out of it or something? I'm mm-hmm. oh, sorry, you're it's trying to explain what you're talking. Sparkling animated gifts. Shut up, Bill. Shut up. Okay. Uh, yeah. It was created by somebody, one of the guys that worked on The Daily Show or something like that. But do you know Paul F. Tompkins? I know the name. I need to look him up because I'm sure I know the name and stuff. Yeah, he, Paul F. Tompkins. one of my favorite yeah. comedians. And it's I him. was confusing with uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. It's it's a round table with him and a bunch of the Jim Henson uh, alternative uh, Muppets. Wait, doing what? political debate. You what? know their, their ha, the ones that did Puppet Up? Their improv group. No, what the hell is this? Wait, this is actually like Jim Henson uh, stuff. Yeah, you have you seen Puppet Up? No, now I'm googling that too. Puppet Up. Puppet Up was a uh, huh. a joint venture between Brian Henson and the Growling Group to do a bunch wow. of improv with puppets with Muppets. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah I'm just looking at the pictures now on just Google. It looks really weird. Yeah, it was it was people. It was kind of like whose line is it anyway with Muppets. That's interesting to do like improv with puppets too, because it's usually such a staged, rehearsed kind of thing. That's kind of a funny thing to do. Yeah, you can find you know, puppets. YouTube. It's so... totally worth watching. Although, I mean, some of the best parts of the Muppet Show were uh, were like celebrities kind of like uh, improving stuff, just just kind of like making shit up on the fly with with you know the, the, the you know talking to Kermit and Scooter and shit like that. So I mm-hmm. it was kind of funny. Yeah, it was billed as like. Muppets for adults because oh, they would okay. swear and stuff. Um, Man, did you under the ha just Henson's ha uh, segment, which is called Henson Alternative. So this shut the fuck up show or whatever it's called. So <laughs> yes. it's it's kind of like the, it's the puppet up crew with Paul Paul F. Tompkins just talking, talking about, about like political stuff. Political, yeah. So it's kind of like the Daily Show with puppets. Yeah, yeah. yeah but instead of like pundits, you'll have a hot dog, uh, a poodle, <laughs> That's uh, actually an alien. A crab. That's cute, yeah. Yeah, you can find the first season on Hulu, or not Hulu, sorry, Fusion's website. Okay. And they're all, each one's only about ten and a half minutes long. Okay, so, okay, I'm gonna write this down. So, uh, okay, so what's the name of the show one last time? No, uh, you shut up. I think I may have just joined I'll send. I'll send you a link so you can put it in the show notes. Yeah, exactly, Tompkins, yeah, okay, puppet show. Okay, uh, no, that sounds fucking... Did you just start watching that this week? Uh, no, but I finished watching it this week because they finished adding the first season. They're doing season three right now. Season two, I don't know when they'll put them on the website, but 
if you're a fan of Muppets, it's totally worth watching. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea that Brian Henson did anything other than just make a Muppet reality shows these days. Yeah, if you, um, well, yeah. I mean, they can't just do, be doing one thing. I know, I know, I know. I know, they still, they still do, like, movie special effects and stuff all the time, too, but I don't know. This seems like kind of a rough world for, for like, the uh, Jim Henson company to be trying to survive well, in these days. Well, that's probably why it's on the Fusion Network. I know, exactly, <laughs> and why they're doing reality TV shows and, you know, all that kind of extra stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, aside from that, for this week, what I did, I went to a cider festival in downtown Portland yesterday and drank some cider. Oh, alcoholic cider? Yes. How the hell did I not know about that? I mean, I hate alcoholic cider, but, oh, man, I, if it were just like a fruit juice festival, I would have been all over that. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Well, they had, they had, fruit, they had fruit cider there, too. Oh, like that, that sounds good. Berry ciders. And... Was there good stuff? There was some good stuff. Yeah, there was one that um, the last one I tried was from Woodchuck Cider, and it actually – it was the closest I've ever had to just drinking an apple. It oh, see, that sounds apple. fucking good. You couldn't taste the alcohol at all. This is a time of year for a cider festival, too, because it's not, like, really the season for that kind of stuff. Although, if it's alcoholic, yeah. it's it's not like you're worried about drinking, yeah, like, fresh true. cider or anything. Yeah. It was a nice day out. It probably needs time to age. No, it's, I'm sure it was a nice day for the festival, but I, I, I would, like, well, being from back east, I used to, like, they used to, they would have, like, autumnal like maple syrup and cider festivals and that was because you know that's like harvest season but mm-hmm. um but yeah no that sounds fucking fantastic yeah and then uh yeah there were lots of uh, the highlights were the dogs that were running around there because dogs oh, yeah. are cute lots of cute little mutts yeah and aside from that i've had a couple of performances since the last time i was on yeah that i have done good? yeah uh, my the sleeping beauty i was in was really quite good and then that's i just good. guessed it did the man at arms for Shahrazad hmm. down in Oregon City? Uh, d- does every role that you're a part of does that always require lots and lots of dancing, or but or sometimes you will you end up having to take a role where you're just kind of standing off to the side? You're more of like just a human shaped prop sometimes. Well, that's what it was down in Oregon City. They just needed somebody because uh, somebody had to fall out at the last. Yeah, minute. I was about to say because if you're playing a man at arms, that some kind of suggests you would be off to the side, kind of like holding a pipe. Yeah, but usually like yeah. for my company, I'm usually. Um, uh, one of the principal dancers. So yeah, exactly. Really, yeah. Dude, don't you do don't you do choreography too? Yeah, I had we did a, a modern show a couple weeks after Sleeping Beauty, and I had a piece in that. Oh, very nice! Congratulations! Oh yeah, we forgot to mention. Yeah, uh, people don't know that uh, Jacob's a uh, ballet yeah, not dancer. Jacob. Not Jacob. I'm not a ballet dancer. You could I'm be not... if you wanted to. If you applied yourself, goddamn. Daniel. Want to be. Daniel See, I have so ballet. many hobbies already. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm thinking about getting into it myself, but mm-hmm. I would pay to see that. Yeah. That's cool. So, are you working on yeah, something right now, Daniel? Nice, no, right now is kind of a break. Next thing will be Nutcracker in December. When do you start practicing for the Nutcracker? Um, probably in September or so, August. Yeah, that makes sense. Is it always the same production every year, or do you guys try to switch it up with like? Yeah, like for the most part, dancer like roles you'll get will change. You swap out the music with some Britney Spears every other year or something. That would be terrible. The worst yeah, thing you ever. Get the Fat Boy Roberts remix of Nutcracker Suite. Have Radiohead do the score. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's uh, if you were to do, redo all the choreography every year, it would just be way too much of an. Oh yeah, yeah. I, tweet, I think you just tweeted just something like last week where you're complaining about how you were like walking through the halls and like somebody was playing the Nutcracker and you're like, what sick motherfucker plays the Nutcracker? <laughs> yeah, it was, music. It was 
at the studio I was yeah uh, yeah like at somebody was watching the in the summer just to torture everybody yeah. turned out to be like a two year old oh okay okay so it can't be too bad <laughs> was the two year old so you went actually... you kicked him off the chair and turned mm-hmm. it off just, don't like, you know what this means to us fucking stop it mm-hmm. oh man and That's I understood cool. I understood Stan you you couldn't get up there to see it Bill because you don't got no car. Yeah, no, that's the thing. You know, I've been thinking about maybe I don't have a car or a license, and I'm kind of now that I have decent like now that I have life insurance, now that I actually have a credit card, now that How I have do you a decent... plan to drive. What's that? What? That you need life insurance before you want to get a car. Oh no 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 no! It's just like now that I'm slowly on the path of becoming kind of a vague adult, uh, it just seems like one of the next things on my list should be uh, get a driver's license and l- l- learn how to drive get and get a driver's license and get a fucking car. Yeah, I, ha- I have a car. I just don't have a driver's license. Because I don't want to be 60 years old, like running around just on the buses and shit like that. Because that shit's man. I mean, I mean, obviously, I've you know relied on public public transportation uh, transportation for the better part of 40, year, 40 years now. But after a while, that shit, shit just gets fucking old. Especially living in Portland, Oregon. There's so much mm-hmm. nice nice stuff to see in this part of the world that you can't see if you're just relying on buses all the time. Mm-hmm. Can't go to the beach whenever you want, or the mountains. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or... You can't go out to like you can't see the mountains and shit. So yeah. okay. I want to do that. Something I wanna, about yeah. Montana. You can just look out your window and you've seen everything there is in Montana. There's some mountains. Yeah. There's a tree. Some snow. <laughs> there's well, I mean, technically it's the same thing here. I mean, technically I live on the slopes of a volcano, and there's you know vast evergreen shit like just like literally less than two blocks away from my house, but. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, and I can't really hold it against Annie for not coming because she had to go buy cheese. She had to go buy cheese? Is that what she yeah. did? Yeah, she went to the Tillamook Cheese Factory instead. Oh, right. I mean, to be fair, Tillamook Cheese Factory. You're, around here in Montana, there's this thing where people at grocery stores will always tell you about how Canadians will come down to buy a lot of cheese, and I thought that's what you were what? talking about. Really? No. Yeah. Canadians just cheese. have, like, shit cheese or what? I guess. Apparently, like... Canadians will cross the border to buy cheese here because it's right, Is Montana on the border? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Well, I know it's kind of north up there. I don't know what's, you know. Oh, yeah, it is. It's pretty, yeah. it's pretty kind of north. Yeah. Yeah, you're like north of uh, Idaho. Yeah. That's well, no, I'm kind of sort of to the right of Idaho. And if you've ever seen Star Trek, you would know that uh, Montana is where uh, warp technology is invented by human beings, and so you guys are more likely. Well, that's what I'm working on in the basement, You guys are more so. likely than anyone else to actually survive World War III when it happens in like 2042 or whatever. So. Yeah, but we do got that super volcano not too far, so it's kind of a, it's a toss-up. Yeah, oh, we're so not we... far from Yellowstone either. Oh man, those picnic. I baskets. think technically the way to win. Yeah, I, I think with the way um, the wind blows, we're actually safer than anything to the east or west of uh, the volcano. Uh huh. For some weird reason. Yeah, I, I never quite figured it out. I figure if it goes off, I'll probably be melted within seconds anyway, so I worry. Oh, so what else you guys do this week? Well, this week was – well, not this week, but within the last two weeks or so, uh, it's the one year that since Animal Crossing came out. Oh yeah, so I've been yeah. playing that for a whole freaking year. I didn't miss a day. I quit playing that. Most I, I really that. planned out my town. Yeah, I really planned out my town. I had like um, sidewalks and everything was gardened nicely. And then my town got so uh, beautiful that more villagers started moving in. 
over the plants in the walkways I put in over oh, and over. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. And I just quit playing because I, I didn't want to I didn't realize they would build family. houses over your walkways. Yeah, they don't get Neither did I until they did it. Oh, that's a hard And there's not signs you yeah. ran around in this one either because in the other ones there were uh, signs where people could move in. Yeah. But not in this one. So they just move in wherever. Yeah, you can kind of finagle the public work ordinance to put up like lampposts yeah, and whatnot kind of. where you don't want people to build. But uh, it's a pain that. In the yeah, ass. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, so I, no plus, I got like forty billion dollars, so yeah. it kind of lost. It lost all gameplay as well. Yeah. So, uh, Daniel, does anything happen when you actually reach your first year anniversary of being mayor? No, it actually passed by without me noticing. Oh, okay. That, <laughs> and then I, I, I was like, when is it? When that, has it been a year since? Oversight. I was like, when has it been a year since I watched, like got this? So I sat down on my. It would have been June 9th, because I think that's. And I was like, yeah, I was looking at the calendar too. Yeah. Yeah, because I was um, well. Technically, for a lot of people, it might actually be June eighth if you downloaded the game the evening before the game was actually yeah. released, released retail. Yeah, I did. But um, yeah, uh, the last the last day I played of it was on Christmas Day, and I was thinking about restarting and actually jumping back to Christmas Day and kind of like blowing through each each day between mm-hmm. now and between then and now. Just just to, well, the one thing in Animal Crossing uh, New Leaf, the one thing I would I would actually really like to try to do is try to get the your town's tree to blossom to its fullest potential. Yeah, that's where mine's but, at. Yeah, the, uh, did you have you actually done that? Yeah. How how did you do that? Because it's been less than 500 days since the game came out. Um, I think it's also either that or hours. I'm at like 460 hours uh, played. I saw Jeez. like like the in order to get the tree to blossom to its fullest, it's I think it may be something like 500 hours and or 500. I'm pretty sure it's at its biggest. It's got, like, ivy climbing up it and shit. Yeah, yeah, so... Okay, that's cool. It sounds like even if it's it's not its biggest now, it'll probably be pretty goddamn soon. Yeah, it's still... Jesus, yeah. Freaking red still won't bring in certain stuff, so my music isn't done yet. Yeah. Yeah. And that sucks with no one else playing. It's not really easy to, like, trade with other people or anything, too. Well, everything I've done, I've done without trading. So yeah. all my bugs and paint and uh, bones and everything. Oh, man, I forgot. I, I was a Boy Howdy listener. I can't remember who it was who uh, I managed to complete my skeleton collection, the fossil collection at the museum, like, super fucking early because someone was giving me all of their fossils. And I can't remember. Was it me? Was it you? No. Oh, okay. I gave you like a million dollars at one point. But yeah, I that's, yeah, I know. Well, I think both of you guys gave me stuff at some point. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm so used to both of you guys. Like, like the only reason I, like, <laughs> oh, God, was it Saints Row? or Oh, Diablo was because Daniel gave me all of his stuff. And then Jacob, yeah, you gave me all kinds of stuff at Animal Crossing. And, yeah, you guys are both my video game sugar daddies. Uh, I've, I've slowly been working my through to the newest Layton game. How's that treating you? That's all right. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, that's, good. that's the three. Yeah, I'm a little burnt out on Layton. But I still love the puzzles. So I love them. Really one. And there's there's a lot less math puzzles, which aren't puzzles. They're homework. <laughs> yeah, fuck that shit. There's a lot like a lot lot more like match puzzles. Uh, uh, not, not even matching stuff, but like little matchsticks. You have to like put the, put put the <laughs> so penny much, in the wallet. It's it's creative stuff. Yeah. Um, I played I some. Think, isn't this like the last uh Layton game, or or isn't that the series ending soon? They said. I have no idea. I don't keep I up with the news about it. there was something about how they came out and said, this is, this is going to be the end of Professor Layton. Could I be. Thought, I could have sworn they came out and said something about that. Could be. I played some sport, yeah. sports friends with my wife the other night. That was good stuff? That was good stuff. Lots of and yelling. And that requires the PlayStation 4 camera, right? No. 
I thought no, it, it does turn Johann Sebastian Joust, I think. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. I don't think it does turn Joust. Man. But I have a camera anyhow. I don't so. have anyone to play with, so yeah, I need to. I need to. That's that's why I've been kind of worried about getting either a headset or a PlayStation 4 cameras for Destiny, so I can actually voice chat with other people. Well, you don't. You, ju- you can just use a cell phone headset. Like I oh, just man. have. Uh, I just have only, a ten dollar uh, pair of headphones I bought from Fred Myers. Well, works. the only headset I have is like that would work like that is the the. Or oh. and it's that what? tiny little single earbud, and uh, my ears aren't very good with earbuds. Well, that Hello? earbud is terrible. The one that came with I'm the phone. Yeah, 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 that is probably yeah. the worst thing it's... I've ever put in my ear. And I've had some terrible I... stuff in my ear. Yeah, no, the earbud's terrible. It's an uncomfortable. And if I were to... And if I were to use headsets, okay I'd like to get headsets with decent audio quality, too. Because like, ha- like that that's the unfortunate thing with the, uh, the earbud, is that then all of a sudden you get all the audio coming through that single teeny little earbud. And it's like, man, that's no way you yeah. goddamn video. Well, you can turn that so off. So that's why I'm uh, researching uh, headsets now. You can make that. What's that? The, the, having the audio pipe so through. The, only the voice chat comes through that. Oh, okay. I'll have to mess with those options later. Well, that's the thing. Like, uh, with, with me researching headsets now, um, everyone seems to be recommending the Astro A30 or A40 headsets to me, but I see that some versions of those headsets come with that little that little mixer thing that's like but that adds like an extra 40 bucks to the cost and i was trying to figure out whether it, if that like was it worth it it only that, like, adds 40 bucks to the cost when i bought these it was like 300 different things i know well that like on amazon you can buy like an astro a30 for 99 bucks but if you buy the whole set with the with the actual extra mix amp, it's like an extra, it's like 150 bucks. But then again, that's because you've got the A40s and the A50s that have usurped the A30, so it would be cheaper by now. I would, I would, I would imagine, A30s. I would imagine if you didn't get the extra thing, Bill, you wouldn't miss it. Yeah, that's I'm just I yeah I just want to make sure I'm not missing out on any extra like usability because uh, I be, I would be able to I would be able to like to use that 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 headphone. Like on the Xbox One, on any on the rare multiplayer online game that would require it, mm-hmm. uh, but for all and, your tuition, you well, do you're so thinking much about online gaming. PC, then most of the stuff you play. Well, that's the other thing I'm thinking about too. I, I am well. that serious about maybe sometime this fall actually, yeah, uh, getting a game, uh, finally doing a gaming PC thing. So I mean, when you want to do that, let me know. I have built my PC. And okay, I'll take up on that. Yeah, it gets some advice. Uh, when Jeff Green, he, I'll be good uh, advice. Some... It will be advice. <laughs> I still have actually if, if in the show notes file that I yeah it's in the show notes notes. yeah I have Jeff Green's recipe for his own home built gaming PC that he, he made for himself for his new job back in January um, and I I don't know anything about that shit so that's why I was was it Alienware just announced they had they 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 just came out with a brand new don't game buy Alienware I know isn't that stuff like doesn't that shit fall apart super quickly it's more um, I don't know about that I heard they got better there but you're if you want oh, a gaming it's... laptop, I hear they're pretty good because the way laptops are built, you just can't build one yourself, so you're not going to save that money anyways. Yeah. But yeah. For a desktop, don't buy Alienware. It's... Yeah, I need to figure out space too because I don't have that much space. I'll give you a list of parts if that's what you're so desperate for. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, I'll, I'll figure out. Um, you can like... get them pretty small. Yeah. It doesn't have to be huge. Yeah, I just want something that like... And you uh... don't need a top-of-the-line machine. Yeah, here's the secret to PC gaming. You can go and you can buy a $700 desktop, and you can just play just about anything on it. Most of them have built-in yeah, graphics that, that are good enough. Well, you won't play it well, but you can always add the video cards to that later. 
Uh, my housemate Joshin, he's actually been playing um, the original. Uh, he's been playing Mass Effect One and Two on his MacBook of all things, and I was kind of surprised how good it looks on there. And that's just a fucking MacBook, and he's got yeah. a pretty old MacBook too. And that that kind of blows me away how much better it looks like on that. Yeah, than, a lot than of PC Nintendo. gamers will complain about the way um, games were tied to the consoles, but that was the best thing that happened in PC gaming. It made it so much more accessible for people that it actually mm-hmm. became viable between that yeah. and Steam. And especially now with uh, these these new consoles are already less powerful than even like it seems like mid mid level PCs. Um, that's not really a fair comparison in a lot of ways because with yeah. consoles you know what's in there, so you can really design around that. You can really exploit that and use what's yeah, to get yeah. a lot more out of that than you can on PC. And honestly, as someone who has like a five hundred some odd dollar graphics card, PS4 games look pretty great. Yeah. They don't. Like, I don't terrible. I was I actually, guess PC games look better, but not yeah. not necessarily enough to warrant the price. I'm kind of curious to see the one game. It's I'd a variety like, of games. The one game I'd like to have a PC before would be maybe The Witcher Three, because that seems like that that's going to be a super pretty big, big huge open world kind of game. Is, and I could see that. Go ahead. It's gone. No, I uh, can okay, see uh, that. The, being... the things that <laughs> stupid bag. And, okay. No, I could see The Witcher 3 being, like I said, being supposedly a super uh, super huge open world Skyrim kind of game uh, with, like, super nice graphics. I could see that kind of being a game that really, like, you may be better off playing PC shit on that. So, so <clears throat> what really signs on PC for me is um, actually the Bethesda games because... Their games are always kind of janky, but modders will go in and they'll fix a lot of stuff. Oh, no. If I so get that's a game always PC, the way to play it. The first fucking thing I'm going to really try to dig into is modded Skyrim. I just want to see what the fuck that yeah. looks like. I want to I want to see what it looks like. I have a different modded see what Skyrim. It looks like. I can't show yeah, it for I, you, but... I want to at least it. try the Thomas the Tank Engine mod. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, it's, that's that's that, the Randy that's Savage mod. You could get all those naked. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems to be almost justification enough just to get a gaming PC just right there. Yeah. And also, I can enjoy stuff like the you know the Steam summer sales. Yes, you can. Um, yeah, you guys bought Minecraft's oh, no. pretty good. On- I was about to ask if any of you guys had bought anything on sale, but I already know Daniel did, and he bought you bought me Monaco. Thank you. Because we're never gonna play it together. Mm. Oh, play it sometime you no know. we is it, is, that's on mac though right so at least i can play it now. Well, yeah, like i it. wouldn't buy you something that's not on mac oh, okay 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 cool this would be a terrible cock tease no it's on mac now did you ever redeem that copy of planescape torment i sent you i could did i not i don't know if you did you can check your, there's a mac check, yeah. now all oh, I did, well, i did just actually install a whole bunch of steam games or yeah it's just to make room on my uh hard drive because that thing was getting fucking full i you know what i forgot that i've never uninstalled anything i've ever uh, <laughs> downloaded from steam and so I just add more hard drives it was like a it was like 150 gigs worth of stuff that's like, it that's like, yeah, that's that's 700 gigs of game I, I, for me that's a lot but yeah for and i've only got a 500 gig hard drive on this thing too so that was actually a pretty decent amount of real estate you know, if you want games you won't ever actually but, play yeah have you guys bought anything on is on sale yeah, I got Jazz Punk. I've started to play that. What else have I bought recently? Oh, is Jazz Punk on sale now? Uh, it was yesterday. It's, I don't know. It is. Oh, shit. Yeah, I totally missed that. Fuck. I wasn't paying attention because, like I said, with me with the Mac, it... But I don't think that's on Mac. Oh, okay. I, oh, that's right, because, you know, again, my housemate, Joshin, he was playing that, but he, he also knows how to boot camp and wineskin all that stuff, so... 
I haven't mm-hmm. I haven't played enough of it to to really get a feel for it yet. It's um, kind of interesting though. If I like oh, it. No, yeah. oh, oh, that's right. I'm I not thinking, it. it was okay. I'm getting, I'm getting Jazz Pub confused up with the one game that's also a first person kind of abstract kind of game, but it's all about musical stuff. Frack. Uh, yeah, Frack. Yeah, yeah. That that that's the one my housemate's been playing that I've been watching him play. What Jazz Punk seems pretty cool too. Uh, I know about something else, but I don't remember. It's really made an impact on me. It's I did like, buy. Oh, that's super cheap. I'll buy that. It's not Steam Summer Sale, but I just I uh, did just buy Dragon Crown for the Vita for twenty bucks on Amazon. Yeah. That was oh. I hear that's good, but I'm not. I can't buy anything with that art. It's with big titties. Freaks yeah. me out. Yeah. You know what? The the one thing I'm actually kind of interested in seeing is actually kind of like the the uh, supposedly the food illustrations in that game are supposed to be off the hook, and I kind of like that. Actually, kind of, I think I'm. Uh, I like um, that because of big titties. Um, what did I buy? I bought Divinity: Original Sin, which is an awful lot like Shadow One Returns, but in a kind of Terry Pratchett-esque fantasy universe. Yeah. I haven't played a whole lot of that because it doesn't actually come out until next Monday, the 30th. Uh huh. But it was on sale 20% off, so I bought uh-huh. it. Uh huh. Uh, I bought the Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing one and two. What the hell is that? Like a text adventure? <laughs> no, it's actually a kind of a Diablo clone. Oh, okay. Oh, are you like uh, just like fighting you're... like Universal monsters? Kind of, yeah. Oh, that actually sounds like a great idea I'm for gonna... a Diablo clone. Yeah, it actually it's surprisingly fun. Um, it's got a kind of weird sense of humor. Yeah, I can't uh, that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh. I'm trying to see if there's a Mac version now. But Daniel, yeah, you haven't bought much? Yes, no, there is a I Mac got, version. I bought Prison Architect. I haven't really dove into that yet. Persian Architect? I'm looking at that. Prison. prison. Not Persian. Oh, Persian. Oh, I, I, I thought you meant that when you addended that. I thought you meant Persian Prison Architect. No. That would, boy, that <laughs> would be a Persian. You never know. And it's like, you know, like 5,000 years ago. And like, you're trying to like, you're like yeah, you're trying to like keep uh, Aladdin from escaping. Yeah, you're just inventing the concept of prison instead of just murdering people on the prison spot. Prison architect, yeah. <laughs> you're forcing everyone to weave rugs. Uh, aside from that, I have I have been trying not to spend too much money on this summer sale this time. Yeah, I've been I've, I, that's nice thing with that, owning a Mac. I, like I'm very limited in what I want to buy, so it's yeah. never really a huge temptation to splurge. So. Yeah, I've noticed more and more stuff is coming out on Mac. Yeah, no, they're getting a little bit better, but yeah, I, I've been so. I've been farting around so much that I haven't really had that much free time to game just because I'm like been doing I've had this artistic creative block thing that I've been trying to spend more time yeah. trying to crack that than playing games. So yeah, it's kinda like Yeah, so um I bought yeah. Emory Carroll's The Yog. Is that good? I haven't played it. It was five bucks on sale, so I picked it up. Yeah. I hear it's good. It looks nice. Oh no, that's right. I was watching the uh, giant bomb oh. guys play that. I played it. Really yeah, know. I did too. I bought DuckTales Remastered. Uh, I, hear that's not very good. I have that on my PS3. I've um, <laughs> I played the shit out of it. Yeah. I love that game so much. I was ranked, I think the highest I got on the leaderboards was 21. <laughs> wow, Jesus. I'm with you. I'm not surprised because you're, you're, you're not only a prolific game player, but you're a fucking good game player too, Damon. Oh, I love that game. Jesus. Oh, speaking of what I, I was thinking about you, speaking of uh, going back to PlayStation Now, uh, one of the games they did make available this week is the Adventure Time uh, Diablo clone. Yeah, that's a good little yeah. one. Yeah, you can buy it's, that. It's a little boring at times, but it's fun. Yeah. Which is a shame because Adventure Time could remake for a great game if they put 
put the effort into it. Well, it's not like any adventure times where games have been terrible. They're developing kind of like different levels of kind of. I heard this. I heard this newest one was actually pretty bad. No, it's well, it really depends on what you want from it. Wait, what yeah. is this the newest yeah. one, the Diablo clone? The yeah, Diablo if you if you okay, have yeah. if and depends on how much patience you have for like slogging through dungeons. So I have a lot of patience yeah. for that. Yeah. Then you, you might get along all right with it. Um. Uh, this week I also tried to play the new uh, free-to-play game on PS4, War Thunder. Which one? I is that, 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 that was, confused. Is that the? That's, that's not the, the World, World War II, II game. Plane. Oh, that game was fucking hilarious. So I was like, you know what? I'll save myself some time and not try to register on my PS4. I'll just do it on the PC. Yeah. Uh-huh. Turns out that if you register on the PC. You need to use a separate email address to register on the PS4 because you still have to register on the PS4, but it says that email is already in use. What? So you can't what? register on yeah, the PS4 that's... and you can't log on that with that oh. registered. So wait, War Thunder, that's available for North American players though, right? Yeah. You know what? You know, maybe actually easier just to at that rate, because uh, I I it's been available in Europe for like six months now, and so when it, that first came out in Europe like six months ago, I just I just created a European uh, PlayStation account. And that seems well, like that's the, actually easier than it would be doing what you're doing. Yeah, it's not the PlayStation account that, that does it. It's the fact that my email's it's already just, in use. Well, no, but that's what I'm saying, saying though. But, like, this is like, if you're going to have to create a new account or submit a new email address or something like that anyway, at this point, you might as well create, like, a new European PlayStation account and just, like... At this yeah, point, I said, that, fuck it. I'm not going to put the effort into yeah. it. I'm just not going to play the game. Oh, so you never got around to actually playing it, yeah. huh? No, because that's the dumbest shit I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, no, that's in and it's not like it's War Thunder is that interesting to warrant that because no. you're just like, running around killing people and like flying airplanes and stuff, but it's not yeah. like that gripping. I mean, it's not like Peter Dinklage is around to say things like that. Wizard came from the moon. I mean, <laughs> wizard that. Oh, I, I also tried the Battlefield Hardline beta. Oh, did you get that? That's boring. It's Battlefield. It's great. It's just Battlefield. With, like, super militarized cops? Yeah, and um, people running around not knowing what they're doing. That was, uh, everything that was the best part confusing. of E3. It's just a mess. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Battlefield mod. Uh, that's unfortunate. Game. Is that... Heard... I'm sorry, go ahead, Jacob. You heard about how they did the uh, demo for that on the rooftop in uh, L.A. and 10 blocks away as they were demoing this game about, like, robbers going around the city... Oh, yeah, I heard about that, yeah. There was a guy on a rooftop 10 blocks away holding someone hostage with a gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Classy. I mean, that's also the same yeah. E3 where they had, like, what's uh, the new Tom Clancy game where it, it's essentially captured the flag, except that instead of a flag, it's a lady. It's a hostage. It's, it's both. Another it's actually game. both genders, yeah. to their credit. And they've had that in the games for a while. Not that they have Oh, it is both it. genders. Okay, so, okay, okay. Right, right, right. But yeah, well, they, the was a lady that was, was all like... Up. I think it's yeah. randomly decided, and it just happened. And it didn't help that the lady, the hostage, was super helpless, and I do think, don't you, like, knock her out or something like that? It's, it's... No, I, I don't know if you knock her out. I think you pick her up and carry her. Oh, that's what it is. So it's a little bit it's cave stuff. It's a little, it's, yeah. You, what do you expect the hostage to do, Bill? Uh, uh, Run? Talk, talk the hostage Walk? kickers down and try to make some, <laughs> make them poison tea. If, if, this, is, if this is the hostage's yeah. house. Man, if I was a hostage and there were a bunch of cops around me, I would not run. 
if no. there were other people with guns. I would run where the cops told me to run. I, I would not require one to See, pick me up and carry me. At least me. I'm fat enough and baby shaped enough that like I know I'm not going to get sh- mistakenly shot because they know which one's going to be the hostage in that situation. It's the fat guy who can't run. I thought you were um, going to say you were just going to roll down the hall away from the <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'll pull a thud butt and just roll over everybody. I'll lift my legs over my head and say, I'm thud butt! And wait till everyone's on the stairs and just, just like knock them over like bowling pins. It'll actually make bowling pin sounds. <laughs> and then you'll just have your phone set to make that sound as soon as yeah, exactly. Oh my god, where's the Google sound effects machine? <laughs> and then <laughs> since it's in here somewhere. Yeah. Since we all been imagine playing, the things we could do. I also have still been plugging away kind of slowly at Mario Kart 8. Yeah, how's that the, treating you? It's good. Bill yeah. Mudrin has added Google effects. Uh-oh. <laughs> this I'll is try. Uh, I'm sorry, Daniel's actually trying to talk about yeah, like Mario Kart yeah. 8. Mario Kart 8. So wait, how have you not already just beaten Mario Kart 8 and like been done with it and just walked away from it? Because I thought you like that, <laughs> there's not like there's that much content in that game, and the way you chew through games, I thought well, that would be like a mid-afternoon snack for you, and that would be it. I'm 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 haven't gotten all the 150 C's beat yet, just because oh, okay. it's a slog. And I haven't it's unlocked hard. all the cart stuff it's yet. It's actually kind of hard. Yeah. It's, I, I like the speed of 150cc, but I don't like the aggressiveness of the AI, so I've just yeah. kind of lost a bit of interest. Wait, did I do that, or did you guys do this? <laughs> do what? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, you did it, Bill, I think. Jacob's got a little tiara and a birthday cake. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Bill Mudrin has not done any of this, and this is all Daniel Rudis. <laughs> no, I haven't. Turn. I haven't touched my keyboard. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? It hasn't been me. Yeah, I'm not sure what I'm doing. Yeah, you got now. Not, now yeah, wow, that's pretty. This that's, is the favorite part of everybody listening to the podcast. The visual. Yeah. The want to get out another podcast. catalog and leak through? These, Bill? Oh, these assholes are fucking around in Google Hangout, um, <laughs> forgetting that this is. An, oh. <laughs> so what? Let's let, since Annie's not here, let's take advantage. What is your favorite cart to use in Mario Kart 8, Bill? Uh, uh, so far, yeah, yeah, go ahead, Jacob. Uh, I really like the um, sport bike with the swim wheels and whatever glider I feel like because I don't seem to make a difference. Yeah. I like going really fast and drifting and not doing very well at either of those things. Well, who's your favorite racer at that point, then? I use the Koopa Troopa. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. This Historically, is, this I was isn't like, an acceptable substitute for Toad. Yeah. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, th- I can't remember. We talked about this on the podcast, or if it's just been on Twitter. But yeah, no, it's all about Koopa and Toad. That 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 is the 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 best weight class. And Luigi. People Luigi. are obsessed with Luigi. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that stair stuff. But yeah, more, uh, I and I only I only got to uh, the only reason I ever like back in the day with the original Mario Kart, I ever, ever really played Mario and Toad that much is because I just loved their uh, victory music. Mm. See now I really look like I belong in Portland. It's true. Yeah, you really do look. You know what? I was I was at a, I was eating dinner at a Mexican place last night, and there was a guy pretty much not dressed entirely unlike how how you are how how uh, Daniel has defaced you in the video. I haven't touched anything with though. Cool effects. Yeah. It's not me. Wait, it's not me. Um. So, so what car are you driving, Bill? In Mario Kart. Um, let's see. Oh, my go-to. Okay, so my go-to racer now. Now that I unlocked the Mies, uh, my go-to racer is Miyazaki mm-hmm. with the pink kitty cat racer. Mm-hmm. 
tires, I really don't give a shit about. Whatever tires, just you know, maybe the blue slicks, whatever the hell they are, the blue little like little blue glow glow wheels, That's and uh, those are the, automatic when you go over the blue lines and are magnetized to the. Bit. Yeah, and the gerbil, the little the little dead gerbil uh, parachute. The flying squirrel. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the sh- what are they called? The sugar bombers, the sugar sugar slicks. Sugar bombers. Yeah, sure. I don't know if that's what they're called in Mario, but that's what they were. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That. How can you not choose the goddamn sugar glider? <laughs> well, the Bowser one is pretty cool. There's a Bowser one. Yeah. Oh wait, is that the one where it's Bowser's like balloons? No, it's a Bowser. Oh, I hadn't seen the Bowser one yet. See, that's the thing. Yeah, I saw it on a lot of stuff randomly. Well, even then, I've only gotten, I've only cleared. Uh, the 50 and 100 cc's of stuff. I've not gotten gold on all the 150 cc stuff, and I have not gotten all three stars on each well, track yet. So that I doesn't still... affect unlocking carts. It's how oh, many I know, I know, you get. I know, I know. I still have. I think I've unlocked all the characters, but I have not unlocked all the equipment yet. Mm. Obviously, if I don't have okay. the Bowser balloon or whatever the hell. So, um, but yeah, no, that game's uh, yeah, Mario Kart. Uh, still can't believe they put the fucking blue shell in that shit. I can. They, they, I can. they want. They're not gonna, re- like, admit they're wrong about the blue. Shell. With every game, I keep on hoping that blue, the the blue shell. It seems to be less frequent in this one. I'll give them yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I've seen it like twice when I've been in first. Yeah. Uh, I, but there's plenty of other ways for the computer to screw you over. Yeah. It's well. It still seems to be kind of like rubber rubber band AI and stuff too. Yeah. Not as yeah. bad as the 64. Um, yeah, hey, this game seems. I'm having a harder time with with uh, Mario Kart 8 than I did with Mario Kart DS you know, and Mario Kart 7. It's a better game than any of the other Mario Karts. I don't really think there's any real denying that. I've just gotten less interested in it. I'd say Beyond Double Mario Dash is one. better. Um, and the Super one Nintendo I've, one. It's my favorite. I've never liked the Super Nintendo one. Any kind of 2D racing game, I've never. You been say I'm dead inside. inside. Good so yeah, no, Mario Kart was Mario Kart Double Dash was pretty goddamn good. Although Mario Kart DS was fucking fantastic. Was just, just never because... played any of the portable ones. Yeah, they, they, they've actually been pretty good. Uh, I mean, they're all better than Mario Kart Wii, but Mario Kart That's DS lets you, uh, lets you race as Rob the Robot. <laughs> That's oh, all right. you care about. Yeah. yeah, that he became my default racer. Like, and whenever you pass anyone, he makes a little like, sound, and it was super cool. Spot um, on. You know what I really like in terms of the tracks on Mario Kart 8? I really love... I wish Mario Kart did more of this, where it's uh, the big DK Mountain. Yeah, they need more of those. Yeah, instead of uh, uh, racing three three uh, laps, three laps, it's yeah. just one big downhill small one. Uh, which is... Yeah. <laughs> Jacob is just completely encrusted with the Google effects now. <laughs> you can't even see him. Um... But uh, yeah, no, I wish they did. They was that was DK Mountain on Double Dash? Was that the similar thing, or was that laps too? I'm not sure. Because uh, DK know. Mountain, that was the one where you, like you'd eventually get shot out of a cannon and go up the mountain, then you're kind of coming back down the hill. That, yeah. No, I think that was laps. I don't. Th- yeah, that was laps. I don't. Has has there ever been Mario Kart tracks in the past before that have just been the one way? Oh, I'm sure, but they all fall out of my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mario Kart, Mario Kart 8 still looks pretty. I still do love the the YouTube integration, but yeah, it's it's. I, I feel bad for everyone who was really who really loves the battle mode that got completely destroyed. Yeah, that got kind of destroyed. I probably um, would have played more, but uh, the people I played with are like dead. So yeah, I haven't played battle mode since like a couple iterations Star Trek ago. But battle mode. What's that? What Mario Kart are you playing? That there's a Star Trek battle mode. Did I say Star Trek battle mode? <laughs> yeah, he did. 
Oh, you know what? That's because I accidentally clicked on Twitter and someone I saw something from Star Trek, and I actually it, it really was as simple as I saw this, I saw something Star Trek, and I just said it out loud in the middle of it. It's a good thing you didn't go into the porn tabs. I know it's an, oh yeah, big uh, big big hamburger vulva yeah Mario Kart white what? I'm bringing it up. Labia uh, the labia race. I knew what would happen. I yeah. knew what would happen, and I did it anyways. I'm sorry, Annie. I have failed you. Oh, yeah, Annie's not listening to this. We'll be so. I'll be surprised if Annie ever comes back to the podcast. Now she's now that now that she's tasted two weeks of freedom from the podcast, yeah. getting her back on is going to be impossible. Next week, round two minutes before you want to start, you'll be yeah. like, "Hey, nah. free." But you know what? The only other thing I did this week, I fell into the hole of watching '80s commercials on YouTube. Um, it's a dark hole. Yeah, I found someone had posted – I can't remember where I found it on the internet, but someone had posted a link to a four-and-a-half-hour compilation of 80s commercials from YouTube. Uh, a, oh, commercials from the 80s on YouTube. Wow. And with almost all like of these commercials being from insane. Saturday morning cartoons too. So it's not just oh. 80s commercials, but it's all like for like you know old toys and fucking bubble gum and cereal and all like the fucking worst garbage of the 80s. But yeah, it's from like – it's a compilation of stuff specifically from Christmas 1985 and Christmas 1986, and so, I, I, yeah, I don't know if you guys are old enough to to even care about the, that, that, that particular vintage. Wait, what, yeah. you were born in 1992? Yep. Damn. I'm not a bad. Every time I'm on the podcast, so. this comes yeah. up. Go. You always can talk about the 80s, Bill. I remember wait, wait, wait. the 80s. Yeah, so, yeah, okay, so you could, Daniel could probably appreciate some of this yes. more, but, yeah, so last night, uh, it took longer, it took a lot longer than just watching Back to the Future to actually complete the Back to the Future Lego, so once Back to the Future was over, but I still had half of the, the DeLorean to build, I just threw on this compilation, and, yeah, I actually, listening to your podcast a couple of weeks ago, had all the gummy bear question, answers you needed for your gummy bear questions. What were you talking about? You were like, talking about gummy questions? bears. Like, who was the hottest gummy bear? Diet sugar-free like, gummy bears. Like, going... Uh, no, 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 no. The I, No, the cartoon show. Yeah, which oh, okay. did, which gummy bear would you fuck? <laughs> That's the only question. Really. Uh, the answer is Sunny Gummy. <laughs> oh, my gosh, bro. Well, who I else? Know, I know I've seen that show, but I was so young at the time. Uh, That's what I'm saying, yeah. You, you, that show was, like... Just I mean, DuckTales and all that survived well into the 2000s, but yeah. Gummy Bears just didn't air in reruns. Gummy Bears was one of the first Disney afternoon show, but it didn't last for super, yeah. super long. Yeah, was, and also it lasted for like six years, Bill. No, but like DuckTales was like two seasons, like that DuckTales became the figurehead of the Disney afternoon. Right. Like that became like the alpha and omega of the Disney. Uh, DuckTales, Tailspin, and Chippendale. That's what I. Which I've never seen. I've never actually seen any uh, Tailspin, and I've only seen little bits and pieces of. Uh, Chip and Dale, just enough to know uh, who Gadget is when she shows up on Rule 34 posts on the internet. The series went from 1985 to 1991. Oh, uh, Gummy Bears? Yes. Yeah. I remember hearing those in two seasons, but... Did they ever find, like, the other Gummy Bears? Yeah, there were were some barbarian Gummy Bears in a later season. That's fucking Gummy Bears. Man, Princess Kala. It was all about Princess Kala, though, man. She, she 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 was a cutie. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> yes. Fantastic. I had some gummy bear uh, toys when I was growing up. So. Yeah, I think it may have had gummy bear. Thank you for joining us on our gummy bear minute. I could swear they had gummy bear uh, Happy Meal toys. Oh, yeah, they did. And oh, I think yeah. I had, like, uh, either me or my sister, we had them in the house somehow. But, yeah, gummy bear. 
Man, you know, which is weird, weird, because like I was born in 1975, so I was like 15 at that time, and I should have been I should have been trying to get laid and not like watching Gummy Bears, which that's pretty much this whole story. Of life. Well, yeah, but Bill, couldn't the same be said with like watching Legend of Korra and stuff now? No, I know exactly. Yeah. No. Says the guy. Korra who's is a very mature show for adults. <laughs> oh yeah. Don't oh, yeah. take my adventure time away from me. Yeah, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm saying Bill shouldn't be. You're judging, but you're Ben lost out his arm. Cartoons. Huh? Yeah. Ben lost his arm. It's true. I see. Did. I was about yeah, to. Yeah, I heard about that. that. Well, it I was wasn't season three. I was about to start catching. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't Jacob, for some reason, I didn't. No, I you can go that you didn't care about Adventure Time. No, you can talk about it. It's Adventure Time. Yeah. Like, I know, what are you still, gonna spoil? There are spo- like there is a story. Like there is yeah, some, like, kind of, questions though. People just talk about it like it's no big deal anyways, and I kinda of yeah, I was gonna start catching way. up with Adventure Time, but then I got landed this gig where I need to start watching a whole bunch of uh uh uh, the Amazing World of Gumball, and now I'm watching that instead of Adventure Time. Well, then once I'm done with that, I can start catching up with Adventure Time too. But what's that? Some is that the one about the fist? The fist? The fist. The fist. Fist. F I S H. The fish. <laughs> there is a the, the Gumball is a cat whose best friend is a goldfish. Ah, uh, okay. okay. Yeah. It's it's a very cute show. Uh, yeah, no, Amazing World of Gumball is like kind of this mixed medium of all the char- each character on the show is of a different animation style, or at least most of them outside of Gumball's family. Uh, so you'll have kind of like flash animated, flat two D characters mis- hanging out with like like computer generated like dinosaur characters and like puppet characters and all kinds of weird shit like that. It's 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 really mm-hmm. unique, but I really like yeah. Is that on Cartoon Network? That sounds like the kind of thing they yeah, do. Cartoon Network, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. In fact, I, it... in order to work on this comic, I had to actually sign a Cartoon Network uh, NDA just to just to do that shit. Oh, but, so I said, um, ask you if it's any good then? No, it's a good show. It's really cute. It's one of those things where I had never heard of the show until they uh, approached me about doing work for this comic. But yeah. It's in now the same like, league um, as a regular show. Yeah, it's, it's definitely like regular that same show, vein, though. yeah. It's okay. You might not like Gumball. I don't watch it. I've never seen much of... uh... But it is definitely better than Uncle Grandpa. What's Uncle Grandpa? (laughs) That is the worst show on Cartoon Network. Yeah. Yeah. Don't watch it. Wait, is Adventure Time... Three years ago, I would have said that's a real bar, but... Yeah. Adventure Time is still Cartoon Network, right? Correct. That show will be on long after we're dead. Yeah. But anyway, you guys, should we take a break and come back for the Geek Week in review? Well, did you play any Transistor? Uh, me? Yeah, you said you were going to play no, it last time, no. Okay. I liked it. I Did you it finish good. it? Yeah, I played through it almost Did twice. we talk about this last week? Yes. No, um, I will have well, you, to you mentioned it, but you didn't yes. talk about plot or anything. Yeah, that's right. We did talk about um, it. Yeah, yeah. Without anyone to talk about, I don't know what else, what there really is to say. Um, I loved it. There's some oh, problems okay, with the endings. My problem is like that it. Bill had this whole setup of what he wanted the game to be, and when it wasn't that, yeah. he decided it was poo-poo garbage. No, it's not like I just, I just, it just bounced off me just because I, I really did expect it. You just said action, action game, and when it yeah, turned out see, to be a strategy game, that was... it just—that's not what I was in the mood for when I picked up that game. And I was like, oh, so I'll go back to it someday when I'm, because like I, I do love like strategy games. You know, I love. Uh, XCOM you, and fucking uh, Fire Emblem. Did you buy Final Fantasy Tactics when that was on sale? Uh, no, but I, I do have the GBA cart, and I've played that. It's a different game. It's I know. Game. Um, 
I, I, I keep on hearing that the, the GBA version is better than the actual PlayStation 1 version. No, 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 really? no. They are totally different games. The uh, GBA no. game is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But, like, the first one is still the best in the series. You know, actually, that would be a great game for PlayStation Now, too, because that would just be... It would yeah, be... well, it's a PS1 game. Yeah. So it's you can get it on the PS3, Vita. It'll be on yeah. PS4 at some point. Oh, you know what? Actually, uh, uh, more gaming stuff I did this week than anything else is actually, uh, uh, again, my housemates. Uh, uh, he started playing Ico and Shadow of the Colossus on, on yeah. PlayStation 3. So I was actually, I spent as much time watching him play that shit as I did actually play anything myself this week. And... Yeah, Shadow of the Colossus looks pretty good in the HD version. Yeah, I mean, we're really surprised. Better, but... Yeah. It really benefits from the, that, that extra power from the PlayStation 3. Like, the yeah, frame that game no longer totally janky. Yeah, it was frame it was bad in PS2. Yeah, I'm sure that game has probably killed a, more than a couple of PlayStation 2s. Um, oh, so, so yeah, but that's 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 all I did this week. Um, I I don't have a whole lot else to talk about. I played more Minecraft. I built a tower out of glass. It looks weird. Oh. Uh, I uh, read the first Earthsea book. That was Is actually that good? really good. Yeah, I actually really liked it. It was relatively short. Which is really good for fantasy because if I tried to read the Word and Rings and I got like 200 pages in and that was yeah, like that's, yeah, and I'm like I don't I'm okay I'm gonna move on now. Um, I I really liked it. Uh, I can see where people I can see why people accuse it of being the thing Harry Potter is ripped off of. They're wrong. He's in that wizarding school for like all the chapter. So I don't know, you know. I didn't realize there was any. I didn't realize anyone had had uh, drawn any parallels between. Yeah, Earthsea some people have Potter. actually just said that Harry Potter is just kind of an Earthsea ripoff, but the reality uh-huh. is that all fantasy books kind of share that whole it's like. It's entirely different, like even by virtue of the fact that isn't everyone supposed to like mixed race in Earthsea and shit like that? Oh yeah, like, that's a big thing there. It's kind of the um, reverse of what you typically see, where the um, it's uh, how can I put this without. Uh, all the protagonists are um, basically implied to be um, black or Hispanic or something along those lines. Yeah. And all of the um, like kind of barbarian tribes are all like Vikings, so white people. Oh, they are like white people. That's, that's actually. They're people. basically white see, people. The only... It's not to say all white people are evil in the books, but the no, general. No, it's kind of nice to see where like the normal yeah. normal people are actually the people of color. But yeah, it's it's, it's kind of reverse normalcy shit. Um, the, right. Yeah, I've never actually read the Earthsea books. The only thing I really know about the Earthsea books. Is don't uh, watch the miniseries. Well, that and don't watch the Studio Ghibli uh, movie too. Yeah, that's just a total burden. So bad. Uh, supposedly Ursula Le Guin was like, "Oh my God, why the fuck did I sign my way the right?" Because Miyazaki was supposed to direct it at first. Yeah, and he gave it to his son, and his and son Miyazaki did direct it. To be yeah. fair. Um, but yeah, I mean that—that's the movie where supposedly Miyazaki said, "You know what, Goro Miyazaki, my son, you fucked up this movie. I'm never letting you do anything again." Uh, and then but I guess he's changed his mind. Which I know good. exactly, like, and and also Goro Miyazaki's directing like he's got a new project that's coming out like next year or something like that too. So I guess maybe yeah. I don't know. I don't know what changed uh, uh Hayao, or whatever his name is Miyazaki's uh, mind about that. But uh, what changed his mind is he's old and his son will outlive him anyways. But yeah, you so should uh, if you ever come to Portland, you could go. Uh, uh, I've actually uh, had Ursula Gwynn's house pointed out to me. She, I guess really? she lives in North Portland. I plan I plan to get out to Portland sometime next year. Yeah. No, she lives not, it's not North Portland. Not, but. She lives like on a hillside overlooking downtown Portland off to the west. So Ooh, in the West Hills. Run out there. The West Hills. Fancy. 
Yeah. But yeah, it's a good book. It's weird. It's one of those books where you read it and you can kind of see a lot of fantasy tropes that other things have ripped off. But this, but, the, these books are old yeah. enough that, that they're the ones who progenitor. Yeah, they're the progenitor um, of all that stuff, right? Yeah, they came out, I want to say, about is... seven, ten years after Word Ring, so it's not necessarily the genesis of not everything. Not the genesis, but it's definitely, yeah. It's, it's, it's early really enough that it's a huge, it's a huge influence. Yeah. Like, you can, I can look at tropes like um, the um, kind of chubby best friend character that's in there. Yeah. Um, it was weird seeing that there's kind of the um, seductive sorceress character who doesn't end up really being like this gross caricature that it's kind of become. So it was weird seeing that trope in kind of its early forms and it not being super gross, mm-hmm. partially because it was written by an actual woman probably. But yeah, it was it was a really good read. It's short. It's only like 200 pages. That's, that's really nice cheap. to hear, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 200 page fantasy book, please give me more of that. I think I enjoyed the uh, Golem and the Genie a little bit more. But Ur- I highly recommend the first Earthsea book. I want to read the next ones, but the guy who um, goes out and buys all the books in town, because we only have a used bookseller, bookseller in like a Hastings, so it's a little hard to find good, cheap, used books. So you have to like, you have to give a list to a guy who runs a bookstore out of his garage, and then he goes off around the state looking for these books. So hopefully he finds what I'm looking for. Okay. Um, sorry, I'm just reading about how Ursula Le Guin, I guess she had a uh, – there was yeah, actually just here in Portland uh, recently there was a production of The Left, Left Hand of Darkness. Yeah, um, I just want to read some of her sci-fi stuff. I hear I hear those books are super great. Left Hand of Darkness and The uh, Dispossessed are called some of the greatest sci-fi books ever written. Yeah, I guess that was just turned into a play here in Portland uh, just, just mm-hmm. recently. So, I know Evan Dom swears by those books, the Earthsea books. Yeah? Yeah, I need to read them sometime. That's, that, that seems to be like a – like uh, if 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 I need to read like any kind of basic classic sci-fi fantasy stuff, that seems. I would one of the big highly recommend it over Narnia and uh, the Lord of the Rings because Narnia is going to want weird religious stuff, and the Lord of the Rings is. It's so. I've boring. read Lord of the Rings. I read that in high school, and I've tried to read some of the 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 uh yeah some of the Narnia. Maybe stuff. maybe okay. Lord of the Rings just... gets better when you get in, but it's I find yeah. it boring. Lord of the Rings is great if you're young and you don't know any better and you have lots of free no. time. Yeah, that's like how I, I had the Aragon that, books for that. We all make mistakes. Yeah. Daniel, do you care about uh, Lord of the Rings? Yeah, I love Lord of the Rings. Yeah, the good stuff. Yeah. No, they're not. Well, no, nope, it's good. Probably fine. I, I just <laughs> get into it. It's just. It's you know so what? Fun. I do. I I did enjoy the movie. That's the equivalent of Bill saying, "I played five minutes of that game. It wasn't what I wanted, so it's." Yeah. I read two hundred pages of that stupid book, and they spent <laughs> like a hundred with that stupid Bombadil a... dude singing stupid songs. Well, if nobody likes Tom Bombadil. material, I think you get you get the. He needs an editor. That's what the. He needs a posthumous editor. That's yeah. But what's his name needs? I did when I read Lord of the Rings. I do admit that I skipped almost all the like the songs and the yeah all the like. I was That's like, the oh. nice thing about Earth Sea. There's a lot of songs in it, and none of them are written out. They just tell you their songs. Yeah, okay, okay. I don't have yeah. to read someone trying to write bad poetry. You don't have to make up a melody in your mind or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, it, it's nice because it implies that those things are important to this culture, and it gives a kind of a historical sort of element to it. But it doesn't make you read the stupid song. It just it's 200 pages and it tells you what you need to hear not every single stupid detail about every little thing the writer came up with 
Good God, never read Game of Thrones. Yeah, I have read Game of Thrones, and the first three books were okay, but I quit after that. Well, that's like that's what everyone's done, yeah. which is gonna be interesting because now the show the show is moving Except beyond the three books too, and now they're gonna they're actually gonna have to make some editorial decisions. Well, what I did the show. was I read the first three books, and then I read the Wikipedia articles for the next two, and I said, uh-huh. nope, I'm out. I'll see the TV show. That's and the TV show was getting kind of gross too. They're doing some stuff there. I'm not super fond of. Um, so, yeah, should we uh, t- yeah, take a break and uh, head out to the Geek Week interview? I can think of more things to talk about, but unless you want to be here all year. Uh, well, we've been recording for an hour and a half, so we should yeah. probably take a break for a second. Yeah, we should yeah. probably get, get, get a show on the road. So, okay, well, we'll, we'll be back in just a minute then. Geek Week in Review. I'm your co-host. Oh, perfect. Guillermo del Modron with here with my cabrones, Daniel Rutas and Jacob Dahl. Hello, it's very nice to be here. What I'm here? Happy uh, to I don't know. To the show. I can barely speak in my normal voice with my accents. It's fantastic I'm, I'm, to see you all again. I love it. It's great. See, this is why you gotta watch Orange is the New Black, because you can appreciate Kate Mulgrew's Russian accent, which is not entirely yeah. like that. She sounds <laughs> like... in the new season. Yeah, she sounds like well, Russian sniper. Should we do British accents, just to drive hey, me we'll and crazy? Then. Well, so this with the hey, game like, we will do. Do not smartly to do hey, this. Hey, like I like accents. It's good time. I can smell my penis through my pants. Hi, everybody. It's the Geek Waking Hello, my name is Maximum Motley. Geeky stuff. I work at a vegetable shop. Wow, you... <laughs> I like the concentration on your face when you do that, Bill. Oh, we? Oh, yeah, I, you turn, you feel really... I forgot we're actually doing this like where I can, where I can be seen. Wait, do I make a concentrated face? <laughs> you look uh, off into the distance and like... Here, let me draw <laughs> some appropriate... I'm kind of style like that, yeah, okay. What's... Oh, man, what's... You know, one of my favorite things is... What's his face in The Road Warrior? He has a lane. Where is oh, he talking uh, about, like, Gibson? No, his buddy, the gyro captain. He's like... I've never actually seen this movie. Gasoline. Well, well, everyone in the Mad Max gasoline. movies, it's never gasoline. It's always... Gasoline. Gasoline. Uh, oh, and he's... Like when, when he's yelling at Max about... Um, he almost gets bit by a snake. He, like, Max lays a trap for this guy. And he says something like, That's dirty. No. And just the way he says low, he like there's like five there's like five syllables of the way he pronounces low. And fantastic. What are we talking about? Um, I don't know. About Into the Woods is being unsurprisingly sanitized by Disney. Uh, do you guys care about Into the Woods? Because otherwise, this this I like, uh, so there's I, no news here for you. I like the musical guy. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, no, so it sounds like they're uh, taking out a lot of the character deaths and a lot of the <gasps> innuendo, which, big shocker, Disney. Disney is sanitizing yeah. a movie? <sighs> yeah, which, that's, a lot of the stuff in there is the whole point about how terrible, I mean, the whole End of the Woods, End of the Woods is about, the, 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 the woods in the title, End of the Woods, is the world and how dark and fucked up and dangerous the world can be, so 
Um, it, and it's not just like a, like a couple little like cosmetic things that are changing. It's kind of like some of the basic, like one of the main characters' wives. So remaking the Red Robin Hood, boring. Or... Yeah, well, so in the, so in the play, Little Red Robin Hood. Uh, uh, Little Red Riding Hood. She gets uh, she gets accosted by the Big Bad Wolf, and the Big Bad Wolf is trying to fuck her. In fact, actually, the whole song that he sings to her is half as much. How he wants to eat, he wants to fuck her and the then eat her, and because it's all and actually it's funny actually the stage play the dude's got a giant boner. And yeah, you think Disney's gonna leave in that wolf dick that he's got on that costume? What's it like at that point? Why even try to make into the woods though? Because that's that's kind of like I, I guess the wolf boner is kind of like you know not you know you you, you can cut out wolf boner, but it's still I don't know. I remember <laughs> watching one of the uh, Narnia movies and I realized that they edited out the lion's genitalia, and I'm like, wait, why did I notice that? Really? the problem on both, on was both a, parts actually the fact that you noticed and the fact that they felt that he yeah. had out his dong well it wasn't actual ryan ryan it was a cg ryan so i guess they just didn't put yeah, it in there still, but why did not, i notice that it's not like they have to put his red rocket in there but if you still want to just make it like anatomically correct that's really goddamn weird once it's again as always when he goes to the zoo like yeah. boy howdy has well, turned to animal penis <laughs> Oh, please, you were the one animal... drawing dicks on Bill's face in the brain. No, it was off to the side. Awesome. Have you ever not seen those oh, emus so or whatever that have, like, the elevator penises when they get a hard-on? Their hard-on is so long it reaches down, reaches down to the ground, and then, like, I thought that was up. elephants. It's like the Millennium Falcon's door, like, it's a little hatchway. It's kind of just like that. It's amazing. This is why I'm wearing headphones for this podcast. <laughs> no, so, so uh, well, not only does the Big Bad Wolf want to fuck and eat, Little Red Riding Hood, but after Little Red Riding Hood kills the Big Bad Wolf, she goes off on a murder spree where all she wants to do is kill uh, other wolves, to, you know, protect everyone else from the wolves. And so she's kind of a blood, bloody, violent, fucked up character. And, well, and all the, the whole second half of that thing is terrible. Well, yeah. And when so, do you find so out that this... actually there was only one bad wolf and it was actually genocide and blah, blah, blah? Yeah. But yeah, so much of the second half of that play is, is, is fueled by how scarred the characters are by how fucked up the world is that like and cutting back on that kind of i don't know we'll see it's into the woods being produced by disney yeah it's it then, shouldn't be any kind yeah, of surprise i could see them only doing like the, the first half because it's what a four hour you know what i'm kind of surprised they just didn't do that because a not only does everyone get their their happy stories b not only is there's not that much sex or violence in it this a lot of the sex and violence doesn't come until the second half of the play and B, if the movie was a huge hit, they would already have uh, the fan base for the there. second half. Yeah, and the and the play is also long enough. The, it is like a three and a half hour long play. If you cut it in half, you get like a mo- two movie length like movies. Like you like, it, I'm, I'm surprised they almost just just didn't do it that way. But yeah, you know, I don't know. I mean, they could have passed it off to their more adult studio, um, whatever it's called. I know they have one or whatever. Yeah, it doesn't Touchstone. have to be released underneath the, the, the Disney yeah. banner. But I thought, especially with like all the uh, Marvel stuff, and they're they're doing slightly little they're more. Out, yeah. I thought they would they they would be a little. I don't know more. if I'd ever call any of the Marvel movies gritty though. Well, I don't know, but like, and they have the PG thirteen parts of the Caribbean movies and shit like that. I don't know. That's yeah, true. I think it'd be hard for them to justify a fairy tale movie being released under their banner that was not for kids. Yeah, I mean, when, when they announced that Little Red Riding Hood was going to be played by like a ten year old girl, I mean, everyone really was like, okay, well, what are they going to do? Because like, yeah, like. They they gotta change the song or something there because you can't have well it, well it's also Johnny Depp playing the wolf which fuck's sake. Uh, um I used to like yeah. Johnny Depp I know 
it's not like he's inherently a bad person. It's just like it's just the movies he picks. I wish I could go six months. He's the Wes Anderson actor. Like you've seen his performance before you've seen the movie. Um, but yeah, so that that automatically led to think: Was he really going to sing a song about how much he wants to fuck a ten-year-old girl? And I guess you know that's that's not going to happen. I mean, not in public. (laughs) (laughs) Just a birthday party and bar bar mitzvahs. Um. So yeah, that's into the woods. Into the woods may be my favorite musical. Um, of all time, so uh, this is Bill Mudgeon's official recommendation. If you want to see Into the Woods and see the good version of Into the Woods, uh, uh, there's a Broadway production from like 1986 that's available for like 10 bucks on Amazon. Uh, I think it might I, be on Netflix too, but I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, it, it it depends on it. It keeps on coming and going on Netflix, but it's yeah. If if it's not on there now, it'll probably be on Netflix again by the end of the year. Uh, but I can't it's, think it's, of a music really I actually like. Yeah. Do you what musicals do you like? I don't know. See, because I'm not a huge musical person. Uh, in fact, actually, I didn't even get into any Sondheim stuff until I moved to Portland. My friends, uh, Kenny, just they really actually, inspired. yeah, they were the ones who actually sat down and said, hey, Bill, you know, I know you don't like musicals, but you might really dig uh, Sweeney Todd. And once I saw that, I was like, oh, this is actually pretty good. They were like, well, you should give this End of the Woods a try. That's kind of dark and fucked up, too. And, Wes Anderson movies count. Uh, well, you know what? In the and as much as they feature so much music, and the and the, and the music is a kind of an extension of the characters, it's almost the closest thing to a musical yeah. as you can be without the characters actually singing. It's almost like American Graffiti that way, where it's just like wall to wall music. Yeah. Well, I guess um, Fantastic Mr. Fox is my favorite musical. Then I need to go back and see that because I've only seen bits and pieces, and like I said, I wasn't impressed. But Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah. I really like that movie. I know you've said a lot of things about the conditions. Of the I haven't said, you know, but I can't really definitively say anything bad about that movie because I've never actually just sat down and the, watched it from stem to stern in one All sitting. the stuff I've heard about the people working on that movie is all just like rumors and like all the people who said, yeah, it was yeah, a weird really working situation. I said, look, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. And, and that's the other thing is I went in there like already kind of prejudging the movie, knowing how what happened was, and really didn't direct that movie. What happened was, and I know I always seem to end up talking about this movie, but what seems to have happened was um, one of the animators said, yeah, he did a lot of directing by email and blah, blah, blah. And I, I don't know what he's supposed to do, be there when they move every inch of the puppet. I don't I don't know what these people's standards are for this. Maybe yeah. he didn't work enough on them. But like, what happened was uh, some Wes Anderson fan site ran this, and he got all kinds of hate mail. Mm-hmm. Crazy Wes Anderson band, which is a heck of an image, just like crazy Wes Anderson bands. Just imagine yeah, what those people look like. So he's like, no, no, it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. Stop sending me death threats. Just leave me alone. Never mind. So yeah, who knows? Who knows. Regal will sell super tickets of the new Transformers movie. They will eventually allow you to download a shitty ultraviolet copy of the film for an extra fifteen dollars. Yeah, that movie. Which... Is two hours and forty-five minutes long. And why do you want a copy of Ultraviolet? That movie wasn't very good. You know what? The movie's not even out, but I believe you. (laughs) Thank you for getting my joke, Bill. Have you guys seen Ultraviolet? No. No. Oh, it is fucking terrible. It is like some high school fucking. Isn't that? Based on that um, MTV uh, animated. No, that's Aeon Flux. That's Aeon Flux. Ultraviolet is. I don't know if Andy and I ever talked about Ultraviolet on the podcast. We actually dragged our friend Dylan with us, and she left five minutes. She paid full price for a ticket to see that movie, and she was so disgusted by that movie five minutes in, she left 
uh, just so she can go to the bookstore and kind of look at books while we finish watching the film. I sometimes wonder why Dylan McCunis hangs around you sometimes. Yeah, especially in that case. I sometimes I, I, wonder why anybody hangs around Phil. <laughs> especially in retrospect, we don't know why we ever tried to convince her to go see that movie with us because we should have known that like it's going to be a trashy action movie starring Mila Jovovich. At which point did we ever think Dylan McCunis would be into that goddamn thing? But yeah, no, she 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 left and and when we. We actually, Annie and I actually had a good time watching it because it's so fucking terrible. It's got like flaming fucking katanas and all kinds of terrible CGI effects. It was a it was a terrible B movie, but it was fun to watch. But yeah, that's that's yeah. So yeah, back to Transformers though. So yeah, I, I know like all this just from joking about Ultraviolet. Uh, so yeah, so Transformers. Yeah, so this is a thing that I've heard uh, theater uh, or, or movie studio people mention for a while now that they've been thinking about is yeah the idea that you would sell. Uh, super tickets, which would be a movie ticket, uh, because well, I think what happened was movie studios they got so addicted to the extra money they were getting from charging for higher prices for 3D movies mm-hmm. that they're trying to figure out other ways they can kind of like plump up ticket prices. Fifty dollars for a 3D movie with a digital copy you don't want. Yeah. yeah, and well, the funny thing is that like, yeah, um, I had, I actually had to do do a lot of digging to figure out this this myself as to what kind of digital copy of the Transformers people would be of uh able to visually download and i don't think these people understand like the, sh- the, the what they're going to get is the shitty like super drm heavy people who are going to download. watch transformers in theaters are not people who think i know exactly <laughs> and, well there's it's gonna got be what's wrong with Marvel book there is going to be a reckoning in October. It's just all these millions of people bought movie. these tickets. They go to like a download their like iTunes copy or whatever, and it's like this shitty. This is the first time if they get it. If it was an iTunes copy, it would be one thing, but it's yeah. ultraviolet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And like it, the idea is not a terrible one. Like, no. You know what? I mean, if they did this, this with Star Wars, I'd probably you know do it or so. You know, there, there, there's movies you could you know I don't know, but I don't know. I don't you, know. They could put like Star Wars on a small guillotine. That you stick your hand in and you probably go, oh, okay, that's twenty bucks. Which I guess I've done this in the past because they've mentioned that at least in LA, there's been things where like, like you could you could buy a uh, a movie ticket, like like you also get like free snacks and like a poster. I think they did that like, with a Gold War Z, where mm. there was like you know, for an extra like yeah, ten bucks, you got like a small like. See now a poster, stuff, I would be but... kind of tempted because there's some nice yeah. movie posters out there. Yeah, and they said it was like a full size poster too. You essentially yeah. went home with the with a full size like you know twenty four inches by thirty six inches. Yeah, they're relatively cheap to uh, produce, poster, yeah. all things considered. Well, that's People the will thing. Good chunks you're, of money for them. You're essentially paying ten bucks for that extra poster, and that poster cost them like literally probably fifty cents to print. And so, like, I would do that for any Scooby movie that came out. Like, yeah, get a poster with it. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting. I do like the idea of. When you buy a movie ticket, you're already getting, you're already throwing down for, especially if you're convinced that you're gonna like the movie. It's one thing, man. I, how much would it suck to actually buy the super, the super ticket of the new Transformers movie? Because you, for some reason, you're so convinced you're gonna love it so much, and you come out and you're like, this movie was fucking terrible. But this I've also spent an extra fifty dollars for a for digital copy that I'm not even gonna want. want. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a perfect movie. Maybe it's. <laughs> Maybe it's something you do the second time you go to see it. Yeah, it would be interesting if this takes off to see what other kind of stuff like this, this to see if like there's more interesting like maybe I could see some theaters like you know goddamn I could see like again with Star Wars who knows maybe some theaters will have like fucking Star Wars action figures that are only available and it'll be you know what buying movie tickets may turn into what pre-ordering video games turns into where if, yeah. de- de- depending on which theater you go to you might get like a different fucking 
freebie or whatever. Go to see fun. Transformers 5 and pay $10 extra, and we will not tattoo genitalia on your forehead. Yeah. You know what? I, you know what? Actually, I wonder if some theaters, if they if they offer to charge extra for, like, no previews or something, I wonder if that could be a thing. I'd do that. Yeah. Speaking um, of Star Wars. Star Wars. Speaking of Star Wars, George Lucas is planning to send $700 million on a Star Wars illustration art museum to be built in either San Francisco or Chicago. Chicago. It's a beautiful. Why Chicago? Uh, so it turns out, uh, Lucas, I, this, this is the first time I've heard about this too. Uh, his wife is from Chicago and it sounds like he's got divorced. Oh, no, he got married again just like last year. Yeah. For the last, I guess for the the better part of the last decade, he's been dating some, she's like some kind of financial industry lady. uh, Aren't there photos of that? That explains George Uh, (laughs) I guess the first, I guess he's essentially moved to Chicago now. He doesn't actually live Hmm. in San Francisco anymore. No good for and him. So he's, Everyone seems to believe in San Francisco. Yeah, and so uh, supposedly it's it's uh, yeah San Francisco and Chicago are kind of like fighting each other to see who gets this uh, uh, Star Wars slash illustration art museum. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Lucas is he says he'll fund the museum with three hundred million dollars now. Uh, the museum once it's built will get an extra four hundred million dollars once he dies. Um, which is funny. Another week or two. Yeah, change and, for George Lucas. But I mean, the big news is that it would contain, you know, props and and stuff from the Star Wars movies. But the more interesting thing is, it would, the fo- real focus of this seems like it would be, uh, it would be uh, storing all of his uh, the illustration stuff that he's uh, his illustration art collection that he's uh, accumulated over the last forty years. But you know, you I don't. Go ahead. I'm not. I'm not big on Star Wars, but there's some good art behind that stuff. You know. Yeah. No. Well, not even it wouldn't even be Star Wars art, but he's bought a lot of paintings of like. Really. Um, he's got, supposedly he's got a big, uh, uh, Norman Rockwell collection. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a huge fan of illustration art, like, especially any kind of 20th century stuff. I mean, he's, he owns, like, a lot of Drew Strews and stuff. Then again, he's also hired a lot of Drew Strews, uh, and do a lot of posters for Star Wars and Indiana Jones and stuff, too. But, yeah, uh, supposedly he has a big collection of, like, Frank Frazetta paintings. And, uh, it's, it's not very hoity-toity stuff, because illustration art does not get a lot of... It has to be commercial by definition, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, especially the stuff like like Lucas likes, because he does like the commercial illustration art, not even. Let's like... not say that's bad stuff. Some of my favorite art, well, all of my favorite art is like yeah. comic stuff. So, and well, that's that that's the thing. Like even when he was, I mean, that's how we found like Ralph McQuarrie and the, those guys for designing Star Wars. He went to like commercial, you know, illustration artists to find that stuff uh, before like concept art became a kind of an industry of its own. But it's, yeah, it's kind of interesting to see him to see him say, you know, I'll, I'll spend a better part of a billion dollars on an illustration yeah. museum. And yeah. it sounds like maybe he's just like dropping the Star Wars stuff in there to kind of sweeten the pot. The, yeah. That'll be more certification for people. It's hard to keep museums open. Like you can get um, a hook. What's this? It's hard to keep a museum open sometimes, and if you can get a good hook, like Star Wars. Oh, I mean, when you say get a hook, I thought maybe you were making a movie, a joke about the movie hook, and maybe, like, no. going back to the Star Wars Transformers, or the Transformers movie ticket <laughs> thing, but, like, maybe you get a hook, a free hook to take home if you come see the hook props at the Star Wars Art Museum. That would be kind of great. Even has nothing to do with Lucas or, you know. Do you have a preference on where you would like it to be, Bill? Would you go to the, this museum? I'm hell, and you know, if, if I had my preference, San Francisco would be nice, just because it's the same coast I live on. Um, yeah, you but it go would, guest it, star it, on a giant bomb panel. Yeah, that. Yeah, they would love to have me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it'd be, I mean, it'd be cool to see all that, all of uh, Lucas's uh, illustration, illustration stuff in real life. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, Ryan Johnson's cute. making a Star War. Oh, Ryan Johnson. Man, I was kind of, I was kind of disappointed to hear this. It's like hiring the what? most interesting Seth on Seth on the planet to make you vanilla ice cream. I know. Well, yeah, you, that's the other way you can look at it too, where it's it's. I'm sure it'll be a good movies, but Mike, I want to see something. You know, what? at least it's just a one-off movie. It's not like he's going to. He's be making two. Like the next three. No, I've well, he's making two. It's still. It's only been confirmed that he's going to be writing and directing episode eight, and he's supposed to be connected to episode nine somehow. And no one can seem to agree as to whether or not he's going to be making episode nine or if he's just writing a treatment for the script for episode mm-hmm. nine. That sounds a lot more likely than him committing to uh, writing and directing two Star Wars movies, because uh, I'm sure I mean, they'd like to bring in one one third last director to take uh, to, to to take over for uh, episode nine. They'll, so they'll I, get George I, Lucas to do episode nine just to mess with people. <laughs> I, well, that's that. That's the question everyone's trying to figure out now. Is like, if you've got J.J. Abrams, Ryan Johnson, and who's the third person you want to direct? Um, who did um District Nine? Uh, Neil Blomkamp. Because if you're gonna do the a trio of sci-fi directors, it's either him or Moon Dude. Duncan yeah, Duncan Jones. Jones. Yeah. Um, which you know, they'll, like, yeah, they'll, they'll be. Christopher Nolan would probably be a good choice. You know what? In my heart of hearts, I would still if they if they could only if you're only gonna have one more director ever direct an actual like you know Star Wars I mean, yes, Luke Skywalker movie. I mean, really, if 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 it were up to me, I'd say if I could convince the guy to do it, it's get Spielberg to do it. Yeah. I would love to see Steven Spielberg do a Star Wars movie, but that's never gonna happen because he's he's always his his big thing is like. Star Wars is George Lucas's thing, and George Lucas is a friend. Yeah. But I don't want to. I want to make. I want to make sure that it would be kind of weird him being friends with George Lucas and then going to make a, a Star Wars movie for Disney. Yeah, it's a little. I, I mean, don't mean to imply that George Lucas would never forgive him for it or something, or that. No, he'd I don't even think George. Care, I, but... I honestly don't think George Lucas cares. Uh, I, the I, internet I, just beat him to death. Yeah, I think he's been those, so much like, like whatever. I mean, that's the one thing. Just because George Lucas is no longer involved with Star Wars. That would clear the path for George, uh, for Spielberg to come in and do a Star Wars movie would be the fact that like, well, okay, if Star Wars is no longer no longer a George Lucas thing, then why not have Spielberg come in and direct one? But, um, but I don't know. I mean, really, technically, as long as the person's decent with actors and knows how to deal with special effects, really, there's a lot of people who can direct a Star Wars movie. It's just yeah, I mean, I feel like these movies are going like, to be just so sanitized and any kind of like. Directorial yeah. cues. That's yeah. going to be an interesting thing seeing Ryan Johnson not only direct too, but actually write a yeah. movie. So that really is going to be a Ryan Johnson I'm movie. It's just going to be a Star is. Wars movie. Um, especially I'm it's going to be the second one. It should be like the Empire. It'll be the it'll be, of these movies. It'll be the one that'll be compared to the Empire Strikes Back. And I don't know. And I'm curious to see what happens too because uh, Ryan Johnson, all of his movies have been scored by his cousin. Was it Nathan Johnson? And really? that guy, That's some good scores. Yeah, I'm I would really like to see Star Wars get away from that kind of um. Uh, oh, his name escapes me. John Williams. Yes, because he his oh, his style is so. ankles. Well, it's just everyone know, who makes a movie these days tries to sound like him. I know. And it's not like that guy's going to be doing those movies, because let's be real. Oh no, George Lucas! No, no, John Williams here. He's already confirmed to be coming back uh, to do at least episode seven. If he's coming back, right, to he'll probably seven, do a main theme for it. I'm sure. No, he's, he's coming back doing. He's. I mean, he's still writing movies full. He just uh, put out the score to. Uh, he's still producing scores right now as we speak. 
So it's not like he even is has he producing scores, or is he picking out old seat music he's written and just rearranging it? Well, people have been claiming that's what he's built his entire career off of. Just like he wrote like one hour worth. He, he of did this. Back in like yeah, he did the Superman theme and the Indiana Jones theme, right? And no one can tell those apart. Yeah. No, he did. Okay, come on. He did Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Harry Potter. He um, did Harry Jaws. Potter. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Hmm. Those are all that have some good musical music. themes. Yeah, one theme per movie. Wow, I'm going to side with Bill on this one. <laughs> uh, I mean, you could argue the interstitial music, like, maybe all sounds the same. It's all a big wash of, of you know, strings and Which, stuff. Like I, this is yeah, the wrong podcast to be talking smack about John Williams. Yeah, I know, exactly. Yeah. They were over him. Everyone else yeah. is, so, is imitating him so much. Jake, you know, there's a bomb in the mail later on this week. Yeah. I don't know where it came from. Probably from I don't open packages that aren't <laughs> from Amazon. Yeah, no, Ryan Johnson. But yeah, no, I I made the joke at uh, uh, Ryan and Nathan Johnson on Twitter that uh, if Nathan Johnson still wants to be involved with Star Wars movie, he could at least write some jizz music. Don't you? Do Star you Wars. know Ryan Johnson somehow? Uh, we've interacted with each, with each other on Twitter. So yeah, you're certain. Yeah. No, there was something where. Uh, I don't remember specifically. Oh, he was posting thumbnails when he was directing the Brothers Bloom. He was posting like thumbnails of his uh, storyboards to Twitter, and he was like, "Because these storyboards make sense to anyone." And uh, like, I forget. Nope. Good. Perfect. A little bit. So yeah, this my way of saying me and Ryan Johnson are bros. This is the thing that kills me. I wanted to. I wish Annie could be on the podcast this week because Ryan Johnson is probably her favorite filmmaker ever. He's one of my favorites. And he's making a Star Wars. So I wish I was there to hear her get the news that Ryan Johnson is making a goddamn Star Wars movie because that would have been, yeah, oof. Her head probably just melted. Did Annie make it back to Portland? Yeah, I think she just made it back like late last night. Yeah. Okay. So she'll she'll be back fully about my cleaning adventure yesterday. Yeah. Before we get to the last thing Bill has here, uh, Mercedes DLC for Mario Kart is coming to North America. Yeah, I forgot to buy it. Are you guys going to buy it? Is it it free or is it something you have to buy? It's it's an ad. It has to be free, right? I didn't think about that, but yeah, it's considering it's like a sponsored product, it should be free DLC. If it's free, I'll download it, but if it costs yeah. money, no way in hell. I kind of wish the car looked more like an actual cart rather than just like a shrunken down, yeah. sized, you know, Mercedes. It's like, weird. It could have been like caricatured a little bit, whereas. Yeah. But, but um, then it wasn't ah! representative of the Mercedes brand. I mean, this really does reflect Nintendo's new effort to kind of like try to like do more licensing and, Make money. and marketing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, Bill doesn't have it on the show notes, but Ubisoft gone done fucked up. What would they do? Uh, uh, Watch Dogs PC. Oh, you know, well, I don't... Did you hear about that, Bill? What, did they found the original E3 assets in the game? Yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing about So those. what was their excuse? Like, okay, so, what, so what's the debate exactly about this? People seem to think that these were fully implemented features that they just cut out PC versions so it looked like console versions. But there was something they put in there for the E3 demo, so it looked really good and then never actually finished. Yeah. Because people have gone through and played with this stuff, and it looks super weird in spots, apparently. So it's stuff they didn't put the time in to finish. Well, see, that's, that's what I was wondering, because there's a couple different explanations, potential explanations for why this happened. And it could be just, yeah, because they just took all that stuff out for legitimate performance issues, which is right. It's, this is or, something... Yeah, but if they, if they intentionally just gimped the game just so... 
it wouldn't shame the console versions, that's kind of fucked up. Well, here's the thing. PC gamers really like to get up in arms about this kind of crap. There's, like, people talk about the console audiences, but there is no one more entitled than a spoiled PC gamer. Like, it's just awful. I mean, they're not as racist as console players, but... Well, the uh, thing is, if they put it in there and had it running like that, why wouldn't they set that as the benchmark to get the game running up to because, that point, rather than just show it there? That's just what is all this stuff. Was the this thing is just, that they showed it in the yeah. first. Place. If they hadn't shown it, fine. But and also to leave the code in the game, <laughs> it's like, hey, here's that is stupid. Because they should have known someone would have well, turned it on. This is one of those things where I've spent enough time trying to develop games that I realize that the reason code gets left in is because you just forget to take it out yeah that's well, why no, that I, know happens. Some, I know sometimes it's for stability issues too because sometimes if you have something yeah because if you get out right. suddenly you start getting bugs and you can't figure out why but you just don't right. have the time a project to that big you don't mess with anything that you do not need to mess with yeah it kind of becomes a jenga tower at that point although something mm-hmm. like this though where like well haven't how long did they work on watchdogs Good too. Long enough that they needed to shove it out the door without finishing like all seven years or something stuff, like that. So. Was it development? It's for, yeah, for a decent Is amount. Is there any Mario Kart in your glasses? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> No, you know what the worst thing is? It's not even Mario Kart. What is this? It, it's again. It's it's yeah. Uh, uh, summer games done quick. Someone is playing Crash Bandicoot Warped. Mm-hmm. Oh, which Whoa, looks okay. like a PlayStation Two. Uh, like yeah, some kind of Mario Kart game. I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm just kind of like vaguely just like yeah. I'm not even paying attention to the screen. It's just kind of. Like We're that. talking about the important issues of times, and what are you doing? Doing what I'm gonna do after this? I'm done with this. Watching Crash Bandicoot is the only thing that kept me from reaching through the, the computer screen and, and strangling you, Jacob, when you besmirched the good name <laughs> of that godsend of ours, John. Hey, he's no Hitachi Sakamoto. I love you, Jacob. I, I do appreciate the fact that you speak your mind. You're not you're not going to kowtow to the big John Williams fan on, on the podcast. <laughs> That's code gonna, for I'm, I disagree with you so bad. You're not afraid to come out and say, you know what? I'm willing to speak up to the big John Williams you know what? I can't. No, I can't. I, I, I can't. Like, yeah, I can't throw too many rocks at anyone who says, you know, what, John Williams. I mean, his shit, his shit kind of sounds the same sometimes. Yeah, my thing You're about music wrong. is it's always so subjective. Like, my favorite oh, yeah. bands are Radiohead, like LCD Sound System, and Sonic Youth. Go pick a Sonic Youth song. And you know so what my favorite anyone, bands are? And they're gonna just look at you like you're crazy. My Boom. favorite bands are Free Internet Dumpster. Yeah, that's a good band. I buy CDs. Yeah. I'm that, that, little, that new Lana Del Rey album, oh my god. I hear it's boring. I don't know, I listened to like 10 seconds. Of it. Hey, did you know Legend of Korra returns next Friday, June 27th? Now, do, I, I did you not. Guys really... I okay, love so... the first few episodes of Korra, and that two-parter they did about the first Avatar was some of the best television I've seen. Yeah, that that's actually been... That's, that, yeah. Yeah. That almost justifies Legend of Core of existing just right there just to get those two Right, episodes. that was some fantastic TV. Daniel, what what are your thoughts and feelings about The Legend of Korra? I tried to watch it. It didn't click with me. I yeah. don't care about it. I still like it. You know, I'll watch anything that has, like... I can understand why people like it, but it just didn't click with me. I was like, mm, man. Yeah. It, it's funny. It seems to be half the people who are watching it are only watching it to see, like, the their weird slash fix stuff happen, mm-hmm. like Cory and Asama kissing and... Stuff that's ever not. I'm holding out hope. I can believe. I can have a dream. 
But Jacob, you 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 like you watched the original Avatar show though, right? Yes, actually, I watched it on the recommendation of you and Annie. Okay. Uh, right. And before, you liked it? No. Yes, I actually loved it. I started watching it uh, during the first season of Korra, and I watched it all in the span of about three weeks. Okay. And uh, then I started on Korra, and yeah. Have you seen any of the trailers for the third season, The Legend of Korra? I watched the one that had a bunch of spoilers in it. Yeah, I don't know if there's more spoilery ones out there, but the one I did see did have uh, Zuko. That old ass That's not Zuko. Re- that was announced, but there's like full-on spoilers about where about villains that are going to make a reappearance and stuff oh, like really? that. Oh, uh, Maybe I didn't yeah. see that shit. I mean, if you want to know matter. what they are, ask me after the podcast. doesn't but... matter because all that shit's coming back in less than seven days anyway, so we get to watch. Yeah. get to be disappointed by Legend of War for another season. I figured they'd announce it a few months ahead of time. I didn't think it would. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Maybe it's because like... of the week. They just said, uh. Yeah, so I guess, like, what, like, three episodes from the middle of the season got leaked. Like, yeah, it's, it's been Spanish done for a while, dubs? apparently. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they have to send out months in advance to get it dubbed properly. That's so right. it's been done for quite a while, so I guess they just decide, well, it's done. It's Part of it has been leaked. I love sure. that I can tell that Daniel checked out because I could hear his mouse clicks. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. No, this is what happens. I want to get a mechanical keyboard, and then I just want to walk away whenever you're doing it. I'm watching webms of the modded watchdogs. Hmm. I was oh yeah, I didn't actually even thought to check out some of the webms. I I love that you know if you're going to want to see anything, you want to see the webms because that's going to be the the best possible quality footage and frames. Yeah, even more than YouTube or anything like that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. YouTube sucks so much. I haven't watched a YouTube video without it stopping at like. You're shit-talking this podcast possible. <laughs> I know. And Jacob, you would last terribly. If this, like America came underneath like a totalitarian regime, you would get killed so quickly. If? Cause you would what be, do you mean if? You would have no sense. Of, you would you would not give a shit. You would have no sense for self, uh, a self-protection. You would just be like, you know what? Fuck Hitler. Hitler can lick my fucking balls. And you wouldn't even be yelling that. You'd just be sh- just saying that out loud to everyone. You know what? Hey, fuck. Are you trying to say John Williams is Hitler? Is that the implication you're making here? Well, some people would suggest that he is musical Hitler. Oh! He did murder any interesting music in films? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Daniel just sent me a link to some of the gr- uh, web MMs of... Oh, oh gee, can I get a link for that? Yeah, let me see if I can paste it in here. Yeah. I'll watch it on my computer. Uh, anyone watching at home, if you if you PayPal me fifty cents, I'll send you a link to this webm too. Perfect. I'm trying I'm trying to keep the audience involved. Can we get it? Can we get it on the hangout and then we can just draw scene things on the. Are any of you guys still playing Watch Dogs? <laughs> I, I got it for free with my new video card. I never started it. Yeah, I have it. Too. I have it downloaded. I never started it. Yeah. I'm kind of freaked what out because I have that game. I should be playing it, but uh, I, I, I don't know. maybe I'll play some Dragon's Crown instead. I put it in the group chat, FYI. Okay, cool. Wait. Oh, prompt. I thought that said. Porn. Yeah. Well, so did they ever? So the assets they found in the Watchdogs was mm-hmm. that just specific to areas of the world that were just featured in the E3 game, or was it more baked in? No, it's um, it's like lighting, more dynamic lighting. Yeah, okay, so, so it really was, so it really was, like, obvious that this stuff was more baked into the, the, throughout the entirety of the game. It wasn't yeah. just, like, stuff. It you wasn't know, it was just, like, just one area. Slice of that EA, yeah. EA, yeah, that E3 demo. Okay, it's so like, that, that's that's pretty damning, then. Yeah. Better lighting yeah, in the rain. Like, it's better, I saw, like, better rain effects and stuff, too. Yeah, yeah. like, better headlights. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it's all stuff that'll be in Watch Dogs 2 or something. Between that and the ladies? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the lady gate. How do you know that? How is that a thing I just, I've just heard people. I, who doesn't love a good Jigglypuff song? Same people. What's to know? It's just Jigglypuff over and over Speaking of Jigglypuff, is anyone excited for the new Smash Brothers? At all? Yeah. I like it. I'm never very good at Smash Brothers. I don't know what's going on. I didn't really like watching uh, the E3 stream uh, they had of, like, the big tournament was actually kind of fun to watch. I actually, I didn't actually watch that. I'm into, but I forgot it was on. See, watch I it. was actually kind of excited for that last Smash Brothers for the Wii when it seemed like you could play it online, and then I bought a copy, and I played two online matches, and then it broke down, and the internet <laughs> never worked again for that game for me. And I was like, well... Weird. I, kind of I never had any problems with the online on that. The well, online actually, in Mario Kart works super well, so I'm. Uh, yeah, just, so hopefully it should be. Yeah, it should be that much of a problem. And actually, Mario Kart. I'm surprised that Mario Kart did, is one of the rare uh, big online games that not did not crash the night it came out too. Uh, Grant, yeah. there's only four people there's, out there uh, on Wii U. There's you, so. me, Grumpy Turtle, <laughs> and like one guy I know who have a Wii U. I even here, I even have a Vita. Like. I, I keep thinking about buying one of those, but then I remember that the memory cards are stupid. Yeah, no. I, I had to buy a $70 memory card. I would recommend card. one. I would highly recommend Vita if it wasn't for that $70 memory card you got to pick up. Oh, you just going to Don't recommend cards. things on the Boy Howdy podcast. It'll never come to fruition. <laughs> At least there's a slight chance I might play, or, or play something. <laughs> there's a, there's a, not a lot of chance, but more than Annie, whereas Annie's just like, no. 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 Yeah. yeah. No. 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 Um, are you guys gonna buy Guacamelee when it comes out for the PlayStation Four in two weeks? I, I already have, have Guacamelee Three. Is that a cross-buy game? Cause yeah, I already have it on, Play I think on it the is. PlayStation Three. Oh man, if that's the way it is, cause I will play the shit out of that on PlayStation Four. It's on Vita. Yeah. Oh, I own it on Vita. That's what I bought it for Vita. And that's I, probably. I, the place I forgot about it. cross cross-buy shit. I need to oh, beat it. Isn't this, isn't this technically like a new edition though? So maybe that's how they can justify um, like maybe the cross-buy stuff. Not yeah, that's the gold edition, it's, I think. Yeah. I don't know what that actually is. I don't know that they added a whole lot. I think they just fixed some problems. I think there's some new costumes, yeah, like an extra boss or something like that, too. The PC version has a mod support, so you can play as um, a bunch of Nintendo characters. Oh, really? No. You can play as the 8-bit Mario sprite, I'm sure. What? Well, like, how do you pick up stuff and throw it? And Mario's got, like, little arms that can't even reach over his head. You don't. Uh, you just download it, and you look at the Mario sprite in this game and how bad it looks in this art style, and then you move on with your life. You can so, tell Bill's getting bored. He's making faces in the webcam. Ah. You can ah. pick up the drawing app. You can do all kinds of things, Bill. That's true, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, yeah, so you guys, is is that it? Is that all the weekend, the geek of review that it is that was? What? Hi? Uh, I don't think I... I'm sure there's other stuff that happened, but... I want to uh, say something happened. There's always stuff that happened. That whole, what uh, happened in uh, politics this week? Yeah, yeah let's uh, not racism. go into politics. I don't know. Racism. Oh man, that's the other thing. I spent a lot of week watching helicopter crashes on YouTube. Of course you did. Yeah, there's a lot of helicopter crashes. Especially I was watching this one thing where it's uh, two news cameras 
uh, two new two uh, news camera crews and helicopters, uh, both filming this guy like stealing a car for the like six o'clock news and like oh, oh that was like Tulsa or something like that, and both uh, both uh, helicopters slam into each other, and you get to hear the screams as they plunge their own fiery death, and then it cuts away to the lady at the news desk back in the office going. We uh, technical difficulties, and you can hear the screams behind her of the people dying. That's fucking hilarious. Wow, Bill, you are yes. truly you're a piece of work. Man. That's gruesome. But it's like, oh my god, like you hear like a. When I found out that you can just put gifts on Twitter, I thought I'm gonna have to unfollow Bill, aren't I? You know what? I not yeah. I I I yeah. I've tried not to abuse that too much. Your also, horrible gift ratio isn't too bad lately uh yeah, yeah well i've been trying oh, again that that shows how busy i've been with other stuff that i've had it's not something you're actively busy. trying to avoid it's just that you've been too busy to put yeah. gaping buttholes on twitter <laughs> to be fair i can't oh. I, I try not to i try not to link anything on on twitter that's going to get anyone in jail or fired from work if they accidentally click on it maybe that might get some like you know like raise question raise uh, eyebrows from workmates or something like I that Scott, uh, here's something super important. Bill, did you make your uh, rice cooker pancake? Uh, yes. How was that? I tweeted about this yesterday, but I forgot to include a photograph. It was it was the best homemade pancake I've ever made. Granted, I've I never made, terrible made a pancake, pancake that wasn't runny. Yeah, that's my problem too. Well, I tend to make uh, pancakes that are way too thick, and so they get kind of get overdone on the outside and they're raw in the middle. Yeah. Um, I tried all this... the round crispy, but I can never get it to work. Oh man, Alton Brown burned me this week on a pot sticker recipe that turned out fucking terribly. It tasted like McDonald's hamburgers, which I love McDonald's hamburgers. That's not no problem with McDonald's hamburgers. I love them in a little way. They're not very good hamburgers like the, either. The hamburger flavored Doritos. <laughs> you know what? I, I've I've had hamburger flavored stuff in the past, and that you know what? This, everyone's secret to making anything taste like hamburger seems to be just make it taste like a combination of mustard, uh, yeah, mustard and ketchup. Because yeah. any kind of like artificially hamburger flavor thing seems to be, it's not so much trying to make it taste like beef, try just trying to make it uh, taste like ketchup and, 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 and mustard. That I just you really need to do. I discovered the other day that they have cheddar flavored Doritos. Cheddar? I don't know why I never knew that. That seems like it... I'm surprised that's not like the second flavor they ever released. You know, it's funny because uh, I was um, watching those '80s commercials and and. In that four-hour-long '80s compilation, uh, compilation of '80s commercials, one of the first things you see is introducing brand new Cool Ranch Doritos. And I'm like, oh man, that shit's already like 30 years old. Because I remember when that was new when I was a kid. And I was like, and they made one batch 30 years ago, and that's still what they're serving today. Yeah, they're just still mining chips off of that little giant Cool Ranch Dorito ball they made. So, but how was your pancake, Bill? You said it was. The I was best fucking good. It was actually circular. Uh, I didn't put that much wow. batter. I've seen other people almost fill up the whole rice cooker with batter, and they get this giant like it, it's almost looks like an edible curling puck, you know, mm-hmm. curling from the Winter Olympic sports. So it almost looks like like that kind of size and dimension. I just put like a cup. All I did was mix together was a cup of uh, pancake powder with like two thirds of a cup of water. And so it was just enough to like fill the bottom of a small bowl and dumped it into the rice cooker. Yeah, let it auto cook for 45 minutes and yeah, a completely perfect little round. It was about it was about essentially about the volume of maybe two pancakes on top, two thick pancakes on top. Hmm. Of each other. Is this now your official way of making pancakes? Uh, yeah, I actually, yeah. Had a rice cooker. It's, it's easier and quicker than well, I mean not quicker because like pancakes if you cook them actually in a pan, 
uh, you know, it can be only a couple minutes. But this is this, yeah. You, know, you can mix the ingredients inside the rice cooker so it's less mess and stuff. Yeah, well, are you thinking about trying it? Oh, no, I've just seen it everywhere on the internet this week. Yeah. And I saw that you had attempted it, so. Yeah, so if you it's have an important rice news. cooker, if anyone's got a rice cooker and some pancake fixings at home, I mean, that's it. Actually, it's one of the rare internet quote unquote fucking life hacks. Life hacks that actually seems to. Are you going to throw other stuff in there, like chocolate or berries? Well, my first thing, my first thing was like, oh, man, you mix some peanut butter in this shit, like a peanut butter pancake? Mm-hmm. I don't know why it went to peanut butter of all places. But, yeah, uh, I've seen other people, like – well, like, I'll just add that to the list. Of... Well, I've seen other people, like, mix, like, cocoa and berries and shit. And, like, at that point, you're just making Ooh, a chocolate pancake. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Well, granted, you know, you're making this pancake without a pan, and you really are just making a cake to begin with. But, yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. It worked. Fantastic. Cooking. I made pretzels three oh, wait, weeks ago. Wait, how do you make pretzels? Uh, I got a book called um, The New Artisan Bread in 30 Minutes a Day, which, despite the title, is actually a really good book on cooking bread. Do you have to boil? Don't you have to boil the... Uh... Yes, you do. Um, what you do is you get... Um, it calls for... Uh, you've seen Fight Club, right? Yeah. And you, you've seen the part where um, Tyler Durden pours a bunch of lye on his hand? Yeah. Right, you're supposed to use that in the boiling water to give pretzels that uh, distinct crust. Yeah, that, that sheen. Yeah, they get that like, right. yeah. And in the book, they talk about how they bought some of this stuff and how they just read all the warning labels about how don't consume this. It will burn your insides. Uh-huh. Or so they just said, we're, no, no, we're just going to use baking soda. So now you just boil it in like a quarter cup of baking soda. Yeah. And it works really well. So are these big, soft, like ballpark pretzels? Um. They're kind of medium sized, but they are soft. You could probably make them That's bigger. I love. Them. I mean, like a like, little bag, like crispy pretzels are fine too. But I love me a good warm, yeah, big, soft, soft like soft pretzel. pretzel. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! Oh, no monster, none of that shit. They're not that hard. Yeah. Oh. Although to me, like those pretzels are really just a salt delivery device. Find that mustard for me, honey mustard. Yeah, never been a big mustard fan. Mustard. Yeah, fuck Alton Brown is goddamn pot potstick. What do you mean you're not a mustard fan, sir? A mustard fan, and as a as a, like a flavor additive is okay. Uh, yeah, so this Alton Brown uh, potstick recipe, instead of ginger and garlic, it called for ketchup and mustard. Which really right. just makes sense. Traditional Chinese potstick recipe that calls for yeah. That's crazy. You don't. What Asian food requires mustard and ketchup over ginger and garlic? It just seems nuts. Well, I think in some mustards there is ginger. Oh no, but I mean, no mustardy, like, like no, no, I've had Asian foods with well, mustard. Mustard would like probably that. be fine. Uh, speaking of Asian foods and mustards, uh, again in 1985, uh, there seemed to be a big fake Asian food kick, where there's a lot of commercials for like fake, like they're like they introduced uh, Oriental. Uh, uh, thanks, Asian. Chicken McNuggets. That's when they first introduced like like Asian honey mustard sauce dipping sauces, and each thing of uh, uh, chicken nuggets you would order would come with uh, free chopsticks. <laughs> so McDonald's. That is the classiest way to eat McNuggets. Yeah, it's... if I ate McNuggets, that's what I would do now. Chopsticks. Get out my chopsticks. Five. While you're waiting, if you need a snack before you go to see Back to the Future in the theater, you go get your Oriental chicken McNuggets. Mm-hmm. Eat them with, with your chopsticks. chopsticks. Yeah. I can't really talk. The best Chinese restaurant where I live is a Panda Express. Yeah. That is depressing. So, yeah, Portland, I live kind of right near where all the Chinese people live, so there's a whole bunch of free 
not free, but super dirt cheap Chinese right by us. They're actually, you know what? My, some of my favorite Chinese food is is like kind of the dirty Chinese, like cheap, dirty cheap, like like really ghetto Chinese places. When you said dirty Chinese, I got real worried about where you were going. <laughs> oh no, but you know, just kind of like super ghetto. There's actually one place in town. I forget the name of it, but it's um really dark and dingy. It's almost like a set from Blade Runner. Except they're like they tend to play like Christmas music in the wrong like wrong times of what? year. So you go in there, it's really cold, it's really blue and dark, and it's in like this small old building with still kind of like ancient like nineteen twenties like tin ceilings. This is a Chinese myth, like Rob. So it almost much. is. It's I live so in Montana. So I much tell MSG, you, what you can choke on it. Oh yeah, but yeah, no, that's what it's really salty, really MSG. Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> creepy, but it's fucking fucking dirt cheap. But it's still like if yeah if you want a cheap lunch and just Chinese if you just want some basic super ass like basic ass fried rice and stuff like it's not the worst place to go. Mm -hmm. Anyway, oh, apologies for the abrupt edit here, folks. We had some uh, problems with the audio for the last ten minutes of the podcast, so uh, I'm just recording this last little bit by myself. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you to uh, Jacob and Daniel for sitting in on the podcast this week. Uh, Jacob is I hate DRM seventy five. You can Google him and find him on Twitter. Uh, same thing with uh, Daniel. He's uh, the Grumpy Turtle on Twitter, and uh, they both have their own various websites and stuff. I think, uh, which is all linked to their Twitter account. So yeah, they're they're just a couple clicks away from the internet. And uh, yeah, Annie should be back next Sunday. We should be back to uh, our normal, uh, just uh, two man podcast. And uh, yeah, I don't know what the hell we'll talk about next week, but we will be back next week to talk about you know regular regular slate of uh, goofy bullshit. So. Hope you guys are doing well in the world, and thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Okay, thanks a lot. Take care, guys. Bye. You gotta come on up and try to